gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Flank, alright, I'm joined by the 20 time champion, the 2 time world champion, a staple to the Call of Duty scene, a legend, give it up for the closest to The Flank, Patrick Price, aka Aches, and then on my other side, we got another world champion, another staple, give it up for Chris Duarte, aka Parasite, gentlemen, how are we feeling today? <clears throat> I'm feeling great, Tom. Yes, sir, I like Honestly. that, Pat, how's X Defiant going? Oh, it's going great, Tom, you know... Like, you gotta think about this. I, I embarked on this game designer journey a few right. months back, and man, man, at the <laughs> tippity top and not even halfway up. Not to mention, Tom, mm -hmm. today, got some beef jerky. Ooh. And you know, when you got beef jerky, nothing can go wrong. Nah, what right? kind of flavor you got, though? What kind of flavor you got? Honey glazed. Oh, that sounds course. good. I course, love jerky. You know, if you remember, Jerky XP used to be in the the yeah. scene. Yeah, I do remember yeah. them. What happened they had to some them? Fire Jerky, right? Yeah. yeah. So then I was oh, like, damn. I don't know where they went, but so I've been I've been looking around, right, trying to find a replacement because I was a big fan. And hey, when I'm telling you, I got close, bro. Uh, What's the name, Pat? Let them know. Tillamook. Tillamook. I never heard Ooh, of those. Interesting. It's some, it's some good stuff. It's some good stuff. I like oh. that. Chris, what not about you? Oh, oh, bye -bye. oh, bye -bye. oh. Not, to, not to mention, Tom. Yeah. I finally, I, hey, you know I've been in North Carolina a little while. Hey, I finally found I found my barber, and I haven't seen him yet. But hey, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get him. I'm yeah, gonna get go him. get hey. No more hat on the fling after I see him, you know? <laughs> I like that, Pat. Go get your, go no get your hair cut. Listen, Pat, you go get a nice a nice cut, man, and you're going to be looking like a million dollars on a show. You're oh, going to be looking course. good, baby. Good. I can't wait. Chris, what about you, boys? How you doing today? I'm feeling good, man. I'm uh, excited for a, uh, another week weekend of Call of Duty. Oh, uh, yeah. Today was today was uh, a bit of a weird one. I'm actually surprised that Pat's not uh, unfazed. Oh, <laughs> it's a good one. That's a good one, Chris. Why would I be phased? I don't know. We'll have to talk about it real Listen, soon. When, when we'll I have think, to talk when about it. I think it. about the past, like especially my past in Call of Duty, bro, there's been mm -hmm. so many times where you have minor setbacks that sets you up for a major <laughs> All right, listen, baby. we're going to talk about it. We major are going to talk comeback. about that. It's not about how hard you can hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. That's going to be the story of the day for Patrick Price. We also have a special guest joining us. Hey, hey, hey Sam, you're not really special anymore. You're always on. No, I'm not special. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But you are the fucking goat Breaking for always it, hopping know. on and just chilling out with us and talking cod. And if any other pro is in the chat or anybody's watching wants to hop on and kick the shit, you let me know. You join the call and we get it fucking going. But Asim, how you doing? You been doing all right? Yeah, I'm doing good, Tom. You know, I know you. I know you don't like hearing it, but we had a really good day of scrims. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, hell yeah, man. Well, hey, what's that, what's that mean? What's that mean? What was map count? Yeah, and who are you playing against? Listen, I ain't telling map count, right? We but... gotta start. We gotta start asking the hard questions. So why don't you? Why don't you not say? Why don't you not say who you're playing against, but say the map count? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. Mm -mm. I don't remember, bro. Uh, mm. No, no, it's not adding up, basically. It's not adding up. Listen, no, no, I don't remember specifics. I just okay, remember okay. we had a really good day. Like today was perfect. No way, yeah, Florida, dude. Like we warmed up Florida, and then we scrimmed New York. I'm, I ain't going to take map count, though. Damn, you must have been shitting on Florida with the way they came out today. We're going to talk about it. Um, but listen, sometimes <laughs> map count sometimes map count doesn't mean anything. Sometimes you have a really good day of scrims, even when you, like, split maps. You just, like, felt it, you know? Like, you felt that mm -hmm. you guys were playing well. But it's good to have you on the show. Thank you so much for hopping on. Uh, and guys, please, make sure to put command merch in the chat. Go to richandlonely.shop. If you guys are interested in the Rich and Lonely X, the flank drop, it is now live. It went live today. 
uh, we're, we're giving away, uh, not giving away, but we've released 11 pieces. So a lot to choose from Those if you guys are interested. Heat. Yeah, I you like that. it, Pat? You like it? Some heat, bro. Yeah, yeah man. Absolutely. The designs are super cool. Yeah, the yeah, designs are different. Sure. Fire. Hell yeah. Good. Thank you guys for copping some stuff, man. And, and shout out to Embos and Aaron Create over uh, over on the Optic side. All the guys over there at Rich and Lonely, they've been, uh, they've been helping me out a lot. And just sitting down, going through some of the designs, we were really pumped out to let this one go. Um, and we're super excited that it's finally here and you guys are able to cop some stuff. So if you guys are interested, command merch in the chat. You could get the uh, you should get the link and then also go to richandlonely.shop if you guys don't want to put command merch in the chat. But the link is right there for you guys. And then we're also going to put the link uh, in the description down below um, here on YouTube. If you guys are watching here on YouTube, if you guys are interested. But let's get right into it, man. We had a long day of COD psych. We had the opposite. We had... <laughs> Fucking what? 303130. These matches went by in a blink of an eye. Instantly. I don't know what the hell was going on today. Let's just hop right into it and talk about it. We're kicking things off with Paris Legion going up against Toronto Ultra. Boat Cage, Hardpoint, Tuscan SD, Berlin Control, Tuscan Hardpoint, Siege SD. We only saw three maps the whole day. Three maps. We saw Boat Cage, Tuscan, and Berlin. That's it. The whole entire day. Really? The whole day, Ethan. The whole oh, day. Wow. Um, I mean, to be fair, there's not many maps, but I everybody, everybody, we saw so much boat cage and so much Tuscan, like in the first couple series, we didn't get to see anything until like the the last series. But we'll get into Listen, it. We're not we'll we're not the only it. ones that think uh, we're not the only ones that think Avutu is just pure shit. So league mm. is uh kind of following suit here. Yeah, nah, hundred uh, percent. I would love to get some new maps added into the game. When are we getting new maps added in? I don't. No DLCs. A, a new map was just added. Sphere. Asim is a shit. Yeah, I played it this morning. It's fucking, shit. Fuck, <laughs> fuck, man. It, you know what? It just never stops. It just never stops. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's like, come on. What the hell is this? Uh, it's fun with, for pubs, though. I mean, a lot, everything's fun in pubs. You know what I'm saying? Because you could just yeah. run around and shit on a bunch of noobs all day. It's just, it is what it is. So we need more maps. We need more competitive maps for everybody in the chat and all of us that want to play on a competitive level. I just don't understand why we can't get some drafted up and added into the game for the community, but... Uh, that's a topic for another time. Uh, Pat, Chris, we'll, we'll hop into the vetoes. Anything that caught your eye? I feel like there's nothing really much here. We should just get right into it because Paris is dog meat. Go ahead, Bro, Chris. This, Go ahead, this was, uh, Pat. This was literally a master class by, by Toronto. These guys literally came in, took care of business, and were just setting a precedent for their major. Yeah. And they all played really well. Um, I mean, we're going we're gonna to talk about the entire series a little bit, but, uh, you know, Cammy, Cammy's been firing all cylinders in this series. He's looking a lot better. Um, he's probably been my main worry for this team because, uh, he hasn't, you know, like, like, a, like a lot of players, actually, now that you think about it, a lot of them haven't looked like, you know, they did in cold war and Cammy's one of those players, but he's stepping up insight came back into the lineup and they just took care of business man i think i mean this paris team is just shocked there's no surprise we talked to donnie we're all good friends with them we we, you know, we 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 have we have conversations on and off stream and um there's rumors that apparently he might not he he, he might not even had like was supposed to be playing like he, apparently um he tried to bench himself or something like that and Did i he? don't know exactly yeah apparently and i don't know what's really going on with this uh, How paris do you know roster. That? um i mean wait you know people? You got sources or something? Yeah, got sources? a little bit. Yeah. You got some sources? Well, I mean, well, listen. You have the same sources I do. You saw well, it. You, well, you I, did it get leaked? Did it, it get leaked? No. Yeah. Okay, well, there you go. You just leaked it. <laughs> <laughs> you just leaked it. <laughs> you just leaked it, Chris. Oh, hey, hey, wait, 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 
blame me. I don't give a shit. Like, right. listen, man. Like, at the end of the day, like... Don't tell Chris no. any, any intel, because he will anything. leak it on the flank. <laughs> you know what no, I'm saying? Like, I personally... Whatever, man. Was, like, I, don't, I don't like saying anything until it gets out, until CDO Intel talks about it. Or hey, to, man. Dude, you know, like, because I got a lot of friends in the scene. Sometimes they come to me for advice. You know what I'm all saying? All I'm saying is we both know that that dude does not want to be there. Like, yeah, what? I mean, like, I mean, like, yeah, it's not... News? Yeah, it's not really news. I mean, let's just get into it. I mean... For me, I think Paris needs to start thinking about a loan situation here. I feel like loaning is something we don't talk about enough in COD. We've seen it in the past with Splice, with Hook. We've seen it with FaZe when they sent Dylan to EG during the Black Guys 4 year. It's a perfect scenario. If Paris can't go to champs and the team is chalked up, bring somebody in, loan Donnie out wherever he wants to go or what he wants to do. Let him finish the year out and try and make a run at champs and try and make a name for himself. And then at the end of the year, Paris get Donnie back and they build around him going into the MW2 season. Uh, I just feel like loaning is, is uh, something that people really don't, or not people, but the franchise organizations don't really do. You know, they don't really Listen, think about this, it. This franchise, Tom, doesn't do much of anything. Yeah, you're all. not wrong. You're not fucking and wrong. As far as the players go, you said they're chalked. I got a better word. They are compromised, all of them, including the coach. There's nothing that's going to fix this roster. No matter how many people we bring in, bring out, there's no fix. They're fucked. Don's in a shit spot. I think Don deserves insanely better. If I had the extra cash laying around, I would buy him out my damn self just to get him off this franchise. Damn. Bro, he, I'm going to be he honest. He could easily be a, a star player on another team. He could help a lot of other teams that need the help right now. And yeah, at this point, where CDL is, if you sign to Paris Legion, that's a career death sentence. 100%. <laughs> that's my opinion. If you're a, a player going next season, bro, Paris Legion is a career avoid yep. at all costs at mm -hmm. all costs honestly that's costs. honestly that's typical for donnie because like he's still coming out the situation it, like he should come out the situation unscathed but honestly i don't give a shit if i leaked anything like this organization deserves to get some shit because as bad as the league is sometimes right we, we shit on the league and like what what they can do better for for the players for the viewers for you know content whatever like even the league doesn't deserve it's like an organization in it like paris mm -hmm. like i agree it's disgusting. Everywhere, at least everyone else tries. Like, what the fuck is this? Like, why, why buy know. into a league if you're not even gonna attempt to win in it? You know, you're not even gonna I mean, attempt saw, to make a good roster. Did you see the leak from uh, Baker Wolf today talking <sighs> about like uh, the the the, the buy-ins for the the CDL? Like, they yeah. only paid in 2019 and they were deferred in 2020, 2020, 2021, and mm -hmm. most likely gonna be deferred again in 2022. Overwatch, they lowered the buy-in, so teams just owe less. I imagine something similar happens in COD because of yeah. the astronomical buy-in that they had in comparison to Overwatch. So, I honestly, I think Paris, from an organization management standpoint, are already looking for a way out. They don't want to be here. It's clear they're putting no effort to fill a competitive roster. They're <laughs> doing nothing to help these players at all. Like, Jimbo's not even able to fly to the U.S. to be able to compete online in... The, the right the, a fair environment like, oh, yeah. they're they're career they're, ending they're him. yeah they're, they're career ending him. Bro, his stock where is, is he obliterated if it already exactly. has it his stock's getting obliterated 
Like, Where is he right now? I think he might be in Montreal or Toronto. He's in Canada, he's like in really Quebec. far. Quebec. Yeah. Okay. Nah, so, but 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 the thing is, I'm not defending this guy because obviously there's a lot of people could play better on this team, especially even. But I think Jimbo, we shit on we shit on him a lot for how he played. But at the end of the day, he went to the pro am and he had a positive KD on land. I'm not saying a positive KD is everything, but he played better on land than he does online. And like for him to just be sitting there at home, just getting smoked or like even somewhat sometimes even going even like you got to think this guy'd play a lot better if he Bro. actually was in a fairer situation i'll be the and one like, to say it john's worse than jimbo yeah, no. yeah, yeah. worse than jimbo no yeah like so their their team their team situation is just not ideal their organization situation is not ideal they have a guy on their team that's you know getting fucking actually world star smoked and one of like the, the two people that came into the scene or not came into the scene but came into the pro league aren't even getting a fucking fair shot tom's not a bad player i played against him in challengers all the time i think obviously he deserves a actual fair shot because this ain't it and then you got jimbo who again i also play in challengers and he he was good he wasn't the best but at the end of the day like He's playing a lot better on land, and he can't even get a fair shot online. This guy's getting career and bro, Aches couldn't put it better. It is a career-ending situation. Look at Scraps, Scraps Warzone. I'm not saying like he can't come back, but he went to Warzone. Aqua, where's he? Warzone. Fire, every player done. Fire, fire. Where do you go? He's but now, every, but now everybody like, in Warzone's trying to come back into COD. <laughs> or I mean, Warzone is COD, but you know what I mean. No, they're but trying they to come. Didn't get an opportunity. Like you go to Paris, and then every opportunity you once could have had gone forever. Like it is a career destiny. It's your stock. <laughs> Gets obliterated. Your team gets dead last every year. You obviously get shit on. The fact, the the, the fact that Donnie has somehow came out of this looking like a star player, bro. Don, you might be the best in the game. No bullshit. You might be the best in the game. You have somehow managed to be in this situation and look like a, a literal superstar. So, kudos to you, bro. Whatever you're doing, you've been frying. I don't know how with the the, the situation that you're in, but damn, bro. Every other player. Destinates for their Wait, career. Wait, dude, Tom, you team with scraps. Do you remember how good this guy was? No, like, he's like, disgusting. Like, he might not have always made the best decisions in the game, but like from a talent perspective, that guy was disgusting. Bro, just watch him play literally, Warzone. I mean, if people he streams all the time, he plays Warzone. I'm always in there tuning in. He's he still has the snapper. He still has the beans. Yeah, guy bro, is good. Who, bro, people discuss that to the gulag because he joined fucking Paris. Like yeah. Aqua, Aqua was fucking nasty. Like he was, you know, he's a little killer, but you know, like talent-wise, again, another disgusting player. Player. like these guys just got sent to the fucking gouge by being on paris bro and there's there's dude well, it's, i mean it's career i mean ending. speaking of john i mean he was making a good play here john he gets he sneaks around the back towards the end of this map this was this was ultra the whole game they had such a big lead and then going into these last few po uh few points the second p5 going into the p1 and into the p2 paris just started to mount a little bit of a comeback and then john he sneaks through on this p2 he picks up this kill and flips the spawns for his team so good heads up play out of john I just felt like right here, Paris should have been able to hold this a little bit, but nobody was getting time. You can see John makes the heads up play. Nobody getting on the barrel spot. No time coming in from Paris. And Toronto's just going to waltz in through the front. You can see John finally trying to get on time now, but it's just too late. Uh, Tom Gravity's the last one up. Multiple trades are going down, and it's Toronto Ultra that stormed through the front of this one, and they're able to close this one out. So Paris making it a little bit of a closer match, but the whole first map in this boat case, Toronto was blowing them out. Uh, it, it's, it got a lot closer towards the end. Uh, but really good job from Toronto to j just stay composed and not let the, get the game get away from them. Um, and they were able to uh, clutch this one in the last P2 here. So good plays coming out of Toronto Ultra. We'll take a look at the final stats here. Uh, you know, looking at the Toronto Ultra side, Cami, 41 and 32. Cami's been playing a lot better, man. Uh, the last few weeks, I feel like Cami's really been, uh, really been hitting form. I think a lot of people have been talking about Cami this year. Um, kind of not being what he was last year, right, in Cold War. 
Uh, but now it seems like he's he's kind of hitting form and, and getting to where he needs to be. So good job out of Toronto boys. They're all positive except for Insight. On the other side, what Paris, uh, you know, uh, John and Donnie Neg, uh, Tom and Jimbo trying to do everything they can, but it just wasn't enough. Uh, good tries coming in from Paris on the first map. Then we get into the second map, uh, or the second map, what ended up being a Tuscan hardpoint. Let's hop into it and talk a little bit about some of these rounds. Honestly, man, this was uh, pretty back and forth. Paris uh, came out to a, a pretty uh, strong start. They rush over towards his B side off the rip. They're trying to break ankles, able to find a couple first bloods. Paris ended up going 2-0 in the S&D. But then after that, I mean, it was all Toronto. They won four or five straight after the first two rounds. Uh, so Toronto Ultra may be hitting form here, Pat. What do you think? These are your world champs. Listen, Tom, it's they always are playing been a matter Paris. Of, They're playing Paris. Yeah, but it's always been a matter of time for these guys, right? They started out this year so hot. They obviously had a little cold streak, but bro, there's SND, no denying how talented these guys are. Did I say um, hard point? Did I say Tuscan hard point? I meant Tuscan. I might say I meant Tuscan S and D. I meant Tuscan S and D. Legion. It could be either or. But at the end of the day, Tom, the the Toronto Ultra were just they were poised for this, right? Like it was just a matter of time. They had to get their teamwork back down. Some of their players had to step up individually. And when we see that, bro, did you see that performance out of Kleenex? I've never seen more than 20 assists on Bocades. That might be a record. I've, I personally haven't seen that. It might be a thing. But, dude, the, the pace at that which that guy plays at, and if Cammy's slaying, the others are slaying, this team is tough to beat. It doesn't matter who, who they're going up against. Yeah, they're playing Legion here, but I, I don't know. I got full faith in the Toronto boys. Yeah, but Chris, what do you think, man? How you feeling about this Toronto team? Um, they look a lot better. Granted, they're playing the Papania Legion. Like, it doesn't really nah. matter. Like, they, they've just been looking a lot better this entire uh, split. Um, I'm actually pretty excited just uh, fast-forwarding to the to the actual land. Like, we, they, there's a lot of competition right now. You got Rocker looking better than ever. You got Ultra looking better than ever. You even got Seattle looking good. Like, like th these three teams were teams that were, you know, at one point mid. And then you got, like, New York who won an event. Um, and then you got optic and phase, right? No, obviously two of the, you know, two of the favorites always. So like this event is going to be crazy, bro. Like ultra look good. And I'm excited to watch this, uh, this tournament. A lot of teams, do. man. A lot of teams look good. Asim, I know you've been scribbing. Talk to me a little bit about Toronto. How the boys been looking. You play Toronto at all? Um, I mean, I said it since before the pro-am, ever since scrimming them, I could just tell they have their teamwork back in action. And I, I I've been calling out. I knew that they were going to. They were gonna turn it up the stage, so I'm glad the boys are heating up right before um right before the major. Well, let's talk about this major. shit. Look at this. Look, this might be one of the worst setups I've ever seen from the Paris Legion. Whoa, look at all the gaps. Look at all the gaps open in the map. You got a guy looking at a roof. The whole middle of the map's open. They're all. You got two guys looking at the same thing uh, 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 on P1 side. And you could just see how Toronto was able to break this one down. I mean, they waltz through you. It's gonna open things up. Cammy's gonna find one. You can see Kleenex find another one. Really good plays coming in for Toronto in the in the retake, but I just think the setup from Paris was terrible. I don't know that what they're. The worst setup I've ever seen. You think it's the worst setup you ever seen, Pat? No bullshit. No bullshit. They had nothing. They had nothing. nothing. They weren't watching. They had two guys watching front. They, they, they had their controllers in their hands, and that was it, bro. They weren't watching a damn thing. Dude, I think we actually talked about this on the, the range play like a couple setup. days ago. It's like one of those setups where like you just find yourself in a predicament where you're like. Yo, this is a setup. Like, I just got, we just got to commit. Like, and, like, hope it works. What the fuck? You oh, never, seriously. You've been with scenarios, Ace, no, no, where you just, no, like, get into some like, fucked setup. Like, I'm just looking at it. I'm like, what the? I mean, somebody throw a shimmy mid or something. I mean, you're just going to let Toronto waltz out mid for free? They get full mid map control. Cammy goes right through you. He just waltz on up. He just slowly walks through you and finds the first blood. And that's going to open things up. Paris Legion, they get swarmed on his site. 
not really too sure what they were thinking there, honestly, in the, in the setup. And then I also want to bring you guys to the 4-2 round because look at what Kami does. Starts off in a, in a, in a 2v3 situation or uh, in favor of the Paris Legion, or excuse me, 3v3. Uh, it, Paris Legion, they end up going towards the B side here with the bomb. And look at the plays coming out from Kami. Jimbo's going to rush through church with the bomb. I mean, he's going crazy. Look at Jimbo right now with the bomb. Look at where he is. Nowhere near his teammates. Thank God he won the one-on-one -on -one here because if he did it, it would have been looking slow. But then you see Cammy, he's going to start making some plays. They're going to try and get this bomb down. And look at the plays coming in from Cammy here in the 1v2. He's going to find a little gap because his teammate just went down. Turns and burns, finds a big two-piece. Oh, wow. And that's going to oh, put, my. yeah, it's going to put Toronto up 5-2. Yeah. That's calling game right there. I got a question for all y'all. No okay? problem. Yeah, so, no problem. So I had a conversation with someone, I'm not going to say who. And we were talking about, like, ceilings for every player, right? And someone told me that, like, a player's ceiling can change from game to game. And yes. I disagreed. And they said a perfect example was Cami because Cami was, like, a top two flex last year. And, like, this year is not as good. But, I but actually I, agree I with that, Ethan, that, personally. Like, I agree with that. When, when, I play, when I play against Cami, I still see the talent in him as last year. I just feel like he might not know the game to the fullest like he does the the, like as as like last year but i feel like the capability is still there and yeah, mental well, the but... thing is mentally mentally he will he might well i'm not saying he will but that he might never get there just because the just because of like preference like that's just a thing like it'll always be a thing where you can't trick yourself into like enjoying something that you don't like you're always going to have an opinion of it and that's okay. going to prevent you from like progressing to some degree like no matter what like it's just it's just always been a thing like if you just don't enjoy what you're doing if you don't enjoy something you're never going to be as good at it as you possibly can because you simply just don't enjoy it it's like you're just forcing yourself you can try and try and try but you'll never be as good with somebody that has the same amount of talent that actually enjoys what they're doing if that makes sense so mm. I, I think i think the but that doesn't question, really no, answer my question yeah, yeah yeah so i think like the the, the, th the thing here is the word stealing is what's wrong so, do I think Cammy is just as talented as a Call of Duty player in Cold War as he is in Vanguard? Absolutely, without a doubt in my mind. But I think you, what you we do, right? You think he, yeah, he's got the same talent? Doubt. Yeah, without okay. a doubt. But the problem is, is the effectiveness because things that made you really good at Cold War don't necessarily make you as effective in Vanguard. Just oh, because yeah, the yeah, I agree, that's I agree. Right. That's facts. Yeah, that's that is true. That is also as true. As really his, his skill ceiling, it's the one hundred percent same. It's just the fact that. You can't apply the same things in Vanguard that you could in Cold War, which you could literally dominate in a, in a prior title. And that's happened before, right, when we go from title to title. But I think that's what we're seeing with a couple players. And there's some, by the way, that get more effective, right? That literally things that, you know, they might have been like an okay thing in Vanguard when it comes, or in Cold War, sorry. When it comes to Vanguard, they're better because it suits their style. And we talked about this with some players going from like Modern Warfare where they were dominant, mm -hmm. Cold War not as dominant vanguard right back to like legit dominance and i think that's really ties into how the game plays and you gotta think we didn't have tax sprint last year you didn't have to deal with like windows and doors like there's a lot of features that could go and come from yeah. titles which kind of affect how a player plays even something Our as simple as the game. go ahead sorry sorry but sorry to cut you off but um even something as simple as like time to kill like some players excel in games where time to kill is faster than than games that have like instant time to kill like one example um a clear-cut example of this is just a bz a bz thrives in in the higher time to kill games just because his gun skill is actually superior 
Like, and he he uses that to his advantage, in my opinion. I don't think Abizi's necessarily always been the most methodical player. He's one of those people that kind of just runs around and almost like brute forces his way through a lot of situations. And you can get away with that stuff in a game like Cold War, in a game like Black Ops 4, right? But once you go to like a game like even MW and Vanguard, that type of play style is way less effective. Like you can still abuse movement and stuff like that. But granted, if one player, if one player doesn't miss and he's pre-aiming and holding angle, it doesn't matter how much movement you hit this guy with. He's just going to kill you. Like, even if you try to hit him with this shit because of how fast you die, like the fast time to kill is a little, these are fair points, but I just feel like the reason why I still like think that the ceiling can still be hit for Cammy is because like when you play against him, you see that same like talent and like, or you like feel it if you're playing like, against yeah, him. You, you feel just know, it. No, like he's still there. Like he's still like the same flex player that he was last year. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do, I do understand what y'all. y'all I just think from a consistency aspect, uh, Asim, like it's just harder to hit for certain players that are just like not as specialized in this type of gameplay style. Like, like for example, like like Shotzi, Shotzi loves this type of game. Like he thrives in a game that has a lot of like lanes and just like like a lot of yeah, like solo uh, plays and shit. yeah solo plays because he's really good at making those individual plays like yeah. we've talked about it, how he's probably the best player at utilizing kills because he <clears throat> will make people chase him around the fucking map like like chase his tail the entire fucking time some players are not that type of player and i'm not saying they can't be it's just that like it's the certain players are just better at certain shit and like that's like i think i just agree with like how pat said it i guess yeah i mean for me it's like cod changes every year like to say that the uh, a player with a high ceiling is going to have the same ceiling every year from from game to game i personally disagree with that i feel no, like no, that's not the question the question is can you still hit that same ceiling uh yeah i mean it depends i mean every game like, is so nobody different can be at their ceiling consistently that's absurd i mean every player is different i think it's situational depending on the player personally I, I i to say that every player can hit their ceiling in every game i think is cap i think every game is is so well, i mean it's my opinion it's not cap but you know in my opinion personally i feel like since every game is so different some players are just better at other at other games you know yeah. like it's just how it's always been. How many times have we seen players just, like, be top-of-the-line players? I mean, it's happened with me. I've had games where I was great, and I've had games where I was just average. You know? Like, yeah. it's, it, it's just, it is what it is. In COD, like, because we're constantly having to adapt. That's why COD pros don't get enough credit, man. Like, somebody like Scump, right? Like, somebody like Scump, who's just fries in every game. Like, he he needs credit. You need to give that guy credit. It's hard oh, to yeah. do that. The longevity. Like, yeah, longevity. Like, constantly adapting to the next game over and over and over again. People in other esports don't have to do that. You know, they play the same game all, uh, every day, all day, for years and years and years. You know what I'm saying? For COD, it's yeah. every year. You don't know what the fuck you're going to get. And MW2's coming out. What the fuck is that going to look like? Nobody knows. Are the jetpacks? They're not jetpacks. What's the sliding like? Is it sliding? There's a, there's a, there's a new movement mechanic, right? That's what there was was rumored. There's a, a new movement what mechanic. What is the movement mechanic? What is no idea what that could be. Yeah, I don't, know, I don't know what that is. When's the MW2 reveal? When are they revealing gameplay? Isn't it soon? Isn't it like in a week? It's gotta be soon. It's gotta be really soon. No, nah, I think they're doing like a. Don't they always do it in like August first. and shit? Yeah, I think it's like. Uh, June 8th. Everyone oh, is smashed him in June eighth. Yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. But I wonder if that's so gonna be like a like. Yeah, I think a, it's next week. A more of a cinematic yeah. thing where we really can't tell. You know mm. when they do those like cinematic trailers where it's just like. Oh, it'll always be a cinematic trailer. That's first. what I'm saying. You really can't tell what what it's gonna. They be always the do. They always do art. Then they do like like a teaser. Then they do the cinematic like trailer. And then they do. They usually do like multiplayer last. That's like always the last. Yo, thing what if go. you can slide into a dolphin dive? Like you slide 
jump, dolphin dive. Yeah, no. what if you could like dolphin dive and like hit fire and shoot like all at the same time? It's gonna, gonna be terrible. It's gonna be terrible. Obviously, it's gonna be garbage. You know, you're gonna have people like Shotzi who are just doing the craziest shit ever. You know what I'm saying? Which yeah, I mean, but, he will do anyway. He'll no, always do so anyway. But role? what if they have a roll mechanic? Nah, bro? please no, please no rolling, bro, dude. Was it Berlin control all day today? Yes. Uh, yeah, yep. Bro, Bro, all day. you guys remember the, the Black no, there was Ops a Tuscan. There was a Tuscan. There was a Tuscan. Oh, the Florida Seattle one. Mm -hmm. Do you remember the Black Ops Four specialist that had like the katana blade and you could like melee people? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah, yeah. Bro, he had the roll, bro. What if they got a roll back? Mm, dude, I don't know. Rolling would be pretty cool, but is a I don't know. Box? I don't know if I haven't heard anything about rolling in MW Two though. I don't know if that's yeah, what's. I haven't either. I heard with MW Two, I heard that you can slide and you can dolphin dive. That's what I heard. I heard you can tap to slide and you can hold to dive. That's the move. That's the new move mechanic. That's what I've heard. That's that's what mm. like Intel's been tweeting out. All the sources. That's what everybody's been saying. I don't know how true that is, but that's what I heard. And obviously, we'll see the gameplay soon, so we'll check it out. But let's look at Toronto and how they were able to close this one out. It starts with uh, with this offense. They win their defense with these. Paris couldn't get the beat point, but look at the way they set this up. Paris are turtling, man. They're turtling around this beat point. They end up turtling, and, and look how Toronto sets it up, man. They send two guys around the back, around fire, and then they leave two guys hitting through mid and coming through front. So they pretty much just overwhelm Paris. They hit from all the lanes, and Paris is just not able to win any fights here. Toronto are able to swarm on in. It's going to start with uh, with Bant and bro, Kleenex. Every time Bant is making a sneaky play like this, look at his face cam, bro. Run it back. This guy's got this, like, mischievous, angry face. Yeah, he's, he's probably whispering. He's probably whispering <laughs> right now. You know what he's I'm like, saying? Yo. You on by. I'm on him, mate. I'm on him. You know what I'm saying? He makes the play. He's able to find one Kleenex with another one, and Kleenex with two. That's going to get Toronto into this point. And once they get in, I mean, Paris just couldn't do anything. They just hold. Paris is trying to flood in, and they're going one by one. They're pretty much chalked up. And then Toronto is able to go back on a defense and close it out. It's a really big offense win Bro, from them. They actually did. They they were turtled up, but they, they had to commit to their setup. I think they just literally gave up pinch. Like They just ran away from it. And then Queens comes around the back and gets two of them. And then Vance comes in the front. Like, what the fuck are they doing? Yeah. 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 I don't know. I don't know what the I honestly don't know what the fuck they're doing. I never know <laughs> they what they're doing. They just need to commit, dude. They just need to commit. And they didn't commit. <sighs> they just they got broken. Yeah. And then we go. And then Toronto goes back onto the defensive side. We got a Paris Legion listening. Why don't we tune into Paris and see how the guys were calming they were down and they were trying to bring this one back um but it wasn't looking good for them so let's tune in and see how the paris legion boys were coming through this one i'm close i'll be five going s2 dead nice going that was in our tower you one's watching i'm top three cammy's in the back one shot he's still back there no, one touched that. Yeah, Yo, we need to push the right. We need to do yeah, one bullet. One's holding ducks right. Yeah, dead. Nice. Shit. Look for dirt kid. Where Ooh. was he, Brian? He was ducks. Dub steps. Dub steps. No, outer dirt dead. I killed the dirt kid. Steps. I'm on a five. Yeah, I'm pushing ducks right now. Dub steps, steps nice. dead. Dub. I'm gonna try and play secret. 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 Last guy. Middle. Middle. He's middle. Man. Oh dead. my nice. god. I'm one off streaks. I'm one off streaks. There should be in there. Spawn through there. I'm gonna die. Oh, dunks. Amy's one shot. Spawn. Nice. Does somebody get in the point? Double me on one mm -hmm. shot. Where seven needs to go, dude. Listen, let's just cut off this listening. Let's just cut it off. Let's just shut it off. What are they doing? He was on streaks. He was on streaks. Who gives a fuck? What are you going to do with Wait, a missile no, no, on this map? Number seven coming out swan? Like somebody, somebody get on the point for my boys. They're all listen, flooding through mid I, listen, and fire. Listen, Nobody's even listen, going towards the fucking it. point. I, listen, I respect it. Look, they know the situation they're in. <laughs> they're, 
They are in full stock preservation mode, bro. Go on streaks. Bro. Boost your KD up. Fuck the wow. point. You're not winning a series. Typical. Bro, Toronto forced one up P3, and they're like, yo, the hill's way. We can just go take her out. Nobody's on the yeah, P3. Yeah, I don't know what they were like, doing. What? You even heard John in the listening, like, yo, somebody go to point. And then he was like, okay, never mind. <laughs> play, <laughs> play kills. Just keep playing kills. And then they just end up dying. I mean, nobody else on a point. They give Toronto so many opportunities to kill them because they're just oh sitting in a base God. playing spawn kills. Then after that, I mean, it was pretty much over. Paris starts going around. Toronto does the haggy setup where they're pushing through to get in front control. And Paris is just trying to, yeah, they're just trying to go around. I mean, listen, I'm sure I, I, I listen, people were saying that haggy was like trying to take credit for the setup. That's not what haggy's saying. I mean, haggy ha had made this setup uh, on the flank and said this is probably a good way to do it. But I'm sure most of these pro teams figured it out anyway before haggy even said something. I mean, it's... oh, thank you for defending me. Oh, you know what? Me. Fuck them, fuck them, mm. fuck them. It's the haggy setup. Mm. All the teams stole yeah, it from I just haggy. like the gimmick. I just like the gimmick, yeah. man. It's the haggy setup. Listen, you know, man, I got a re I know I got a reputation, so everyone's just gonna like anything I say is just gonna look as like, oh, this guy's you know. Being, nah, you know, nah, I cannot. Haggy. Nah, not to be fair though. Yeah. I can, I'm I can like, understand. Damn. I can understand the mis, you know, where people thought you might have been taking credit. But I mean, at the end of the day, everybody, you know, everybody's I can't make a good analysis. Please. I call that how I see it, bro. Rambo couldn't have came up with that. Revan could not have came up nah, with that. Three plays could not. That is the Haggy <laughs> trademark. Yeah, yeah, G. We're, we're gonna give that one to Haggy, but you know these pro teams are starting to pick up on it now. They're they're doing a good job, you know, especially with some of these top coaches, man, in the league and taking a look at the mini map in practice. I mean, anybody could tell you that staying in the back and just playing fire is just just not a good play. It's just a it's just a waste, man. If teams are gonna go around, let them. You know, get pushed up. Play your kills. Do what you got to do. Take a look at the final scoreboard. Jimbo, 13 and 22. Not looking good. On the other side, Kleenex, 25 and 21. Everybody positive. Cami even. Everybody from Paris getting smoked. Everybody. Everybody negative. Only one even was Tom Gravity. Uh, but it just wasn't enough for the uh, for the boys here uh, on Paris, man. Uh, final thoughts on the series, gentlemen. Final thoughts. That's all I got to say. <laughs> That's not right. It's not right. What about you, Pat? Any, Legion, any final thoughts on a, on a series before we head into the next one? Listen, <laughs> sell your damn franchise. Nah, There's somebody who wants no! to be in the scene and it, and, and, and wants to, you know, get, get a competitive roster with guys that can be supported and actually be COD professionals. Because right now you're running a circus show. Sell the damn franchise. Man, you bro. heard it here facing the flames. Bro, Sell the fucking franchise. What, there Chris, go are ahead. challenger organizations that have supported my ass more than this team is sh showing to their fucking Man. team. Dude, it's fucking embarrassing, bro. Yeah, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna like, do? I've had org I've had org owners or like people that like I've like played for like offered like like oh like not like loan but like uh like rent out their house for like periods to do like local lands or something like for fucking penny events bro like these guys can't do this shit for a fucking league we might need to get the stallions we might need to get the stallions in the league anybody got bro, 25 million dollars tom tom no bullshit i think <laughs> you tom no bullshit i think you could do more for the team like assuming your league spot was yours than the fucking paris team does no bullshit i think you would like actually well i wouldn't like, take the I'm, team as a Joke. I mean, I would definitely not wait until everybody gets picked up and just be like, yo, let's just pick up the scraps and give them the minimum. I mean, that was their game plan going into this year. They thought that was going to work. That was Paris's strat. <laughs> let's let everybody pick up players. We're going to pick scraps up that we think are, are good players and make a team out of the scraps and give them all the minimum because they have no choice. They have no power. They have no other team to go to. You give them all the minimum and they're forced to sign. Well, they've done that three years in a row. Bro, hey, I've, what the fuck? Hold on. I've done more. 
I've done more for my challenger teammates in cold war. I literally let Tyler perform. Well, he's an amateur. He doesn't play anymore. Come to my house from Vegas. Cause he had shit internet. Use wow. one of my PCs man. and of uh, one of my wow, monitors and set him up you're in my guy, house. You're a good guy, man. You're a good guy, man. What the fuck is that, dude? You're telling me you gave one of your teammates a haggy setup? Oh, I, I don't know why I laughed at that, bro. That, that was me. To him. I let him Come use on. it. I let him use my oh shit. My but like, point God, is, bro. I'm doing that for for, 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 for fucking players for challengers, and the org isn't doing that shit for actual professionals. Yeah. Yo, sell that shit, bro. Like, yeah. on God, nah, bro. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with these fucking sell guys. It, but you know what? Forget about it. Paris, they're not looking good. All right, struggles continue for them. Toronto Ultra getting better now. They're looking good. They took down Paris 3-0. 3-0 sweep. How you doing? Let's get into the next one. We got Seattle doing? Surge going up against uh, the Florida Mutinies. We got a Boat Cage Hardpoint, Tuscan S&D, Tuscan Control, Berlin Hardpoint, Berlin S&D. Gentlemen, I'll let you guys kick it off with the vetoes. What do you guys think as we get into the map number one? Mm. Anything that catches your eye, anything. You can say nothing. You can say nothing. You can say I'm not surprised by the vetoes. I'm not sure. I mean, I'd have to see who vetoed what, but I'm confused why Berlin controls a map. Actually, no, Berlin. It wasn't Berlin controls. Berlin hard. Berlin hard point. So actually, no, no. I'm not really surprised about the vetoes. Never mind. Okay, Pat. Did you take a look at the final stats after this one, Pat? Did you take a look? I did. I did. And oh, that's what I wanted to bring up. I, I am a little surprised. I know we've talked about it before in Florida for whatever reason. Love Bocage. They don't really have the greatest record on it, right? Like it's they, they played it so many damn times. They're like eight and eight or something like that. Six and eight. Something something like that. I don't have it exact. Let me find it because I want to be right. It is. Mutineers, you got to get those Bocage. stats right. Got to get five the stats six, right. Five and six. Sorry. So they played on it a Bocage? lot. Not that great. Yeah. On Bocage. They're five and six. <clears throat> for me, I wouldn't play Seattle on it, especially when I think they claim that map right now for sure. Especially when the whole roster is testing positive for COVID. Damn, I'm not playing, playing Bocage, especially <laughs> against Seattle. Like that makes no sense to me. They got not the Bocage brain and the COVID brain. That can't yeah, be a good mix. That's, that's already chalked. So that did stand out to me. I know they played a lot, but it, it makes no sense here in this series to play it. But anyway, that's what stood out for me. Not nothing else other than that. Not a real no. I do hope all the guys are okay. Name, Pat. I mean, look, they beat a team that has four members <laughs> tested positive for COVID. They can't even turn their cams on, bro. They're probably got like buckets beside them that they're barking <laughs> to mid-series. They feel horrible. Dude. Seattle's looking a little bit better, but I'm still not convinced. And I'm not gonna be convinced until I see a consistent, successful performance out of this team on land. In a tournament environment. I mean, on a real note, I do hope all the guys at Florida are okay. I hope the co I, I hope they're getting uh, getting some help, and and I hope they're resting, and I hope they're quarantining, and and hopefully we can get them back to health because obviously COVID's a serious thing, and we want to make sure everybody's healthy, especially because we have a, a major right around the corner. If they yep. keep testing negative, they can't play. No, I think they'll be fine by the major. Whole, like, yeah, like hopefully. It's like maximum like fourteen days, and I feel like it's been like a good amount. Yeah, Hopefully but you, Lizzie, you know how that shit goes. Yeah, you know you what I'm saying? Know. You you never know. You honestly don't know what, what could happen. But let's get into the map a little bit. After the first rotation, this is kind of, it was a tie game. And, and this is kind of where Seattle just started to turn up, man. I mean, the whole second rotation of this map, Seattle just hit another gear. Want to give a huge shout out to Pred. I thought he played fantastic today. Uh, Pred was all over the map, making plays, getting aggro, popping pieces. Um, I want to tune into the listening for the Seattle Surge. I thought they had a really good listening. I thought they sounded good. Let's tune in and, and hear how the boys were common.
Look at my trips, Finch. Nothing to oh, 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 oh. oh, oh, nice. was like right. he, he stunned over from there. I'm going left. I'm going to wait in the corner. I'm, bench. I'm waiting in the corner. I'm waiting in the corner. I'm going top. I'm going top. I'm going top. Nothing bench. I'm going top. 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 I'm uh, yeah, I can hit front I'm going front now. I don't get any time. I can't see time. Time, time. Okay, so as you guys can hear, Pred, I mean, he was just having an absolute field day on the bouquet tar point. Good plays coming at him. Florida was actually able to bring this one back a little bit as the game went on. They made this a game. Going into the next set of rotations, they were able to get a lot of time on this P1 hill. They just got a clean wipe and kind of pin Seattle back and, uh, you know, behind house and those, like, back tree spawns over there. Um, and just able to train, uh, chain a couple hills together and bring this one back. But Seattle, they held on strong. Did you guys hear about the Don Dante's car accident? Bro, it was bad, yeah. man. Really Wait, bad. What? He got into he, His whole Corvette was smashed. He, 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 he hydroplaned underneath an 18-wheeler. Under, oh under, he hydroplaned underneath a, 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 an AT, a, a fucking big ass big, truck man. and bro the whole entire car was smashed wow. except except for the driver's seat bro, he what bro he didn't post anything about nah, it was, he oh showed me God. videos he showed me videos and pictures I was like dude Wait. damn oh Holy nah, he posted crazy. it. I thought he posted it. He posted a he little posted bit. Story a yeah, little bit. he posted it, on but story, yeah, yeah. Story, yeah. I mean, he reached out to me and showed me a few other like videos oh and stuff. My God. But I guess the weather was really bad. And he 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 texted me and he said he said he was singing Alicia Keys. He was blasting Alicia Keys and his car <laughs> hydroplaned. <laughs> That's what he told me. I love Dante, and and so he said, "Thank God that he was just driving safely." He said he was driving super slow and and that he just hydroplaned a little bit because of the water and because he he wasn't driving fast because he was driving slow. It saved his life, you know, driving, wow. just driving, uh, you know, in a, like in a, a good maniac. way, not like a maniac, yeah. just, you know, being, uh, holy you know. shit, bro. So like, he, damn, dude, I'm glad he's okay. Yeah, holy, me that too. Could have been a tragedy. Uh, yeah, like, no, I just, just looking at it and stuff, you know, God bless that everything was okay. And, uh, you know, uh, thankfully he, he only, uh, left the accident with a few scratches, nothing too bad. And, uh, you know, everybody was okay. Just seeing the car, I mean, I don't know if he's going to share any pictures of the car, but my own, this thing, it looked, it, it was flattened. The car just looked completely totaled. I don't know if it's totaled or not, but it looked bad. So thank God he's okay. No, no, this happened a few days ago. I'm oh, not sure. Days ago, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure uh, when exactly it was, but it happened a few days ago. Um, somebody in the chat said his Corvette. It was his Corvette. It was his Corvette, which I don't think... Our Corvettes, they're not all-wheel drive, right, Corvettes? No, they're rear-wheel drive. Yeah, that's, so I can see why. See, any, anytime I get a car, I'm looking into a car. I always want an all-wheel drive car because the real... Wait, I, I, I went to his Twitter, and he... Just he just got it. April, mm. Yeah, he April, just got right? the car. Yeah. He just got yeah, he, it. He's only had it for like uh, he only had it had yeah. it for like three weeks or a month. That Damn, sucks, man. That sucks. But the most important thing is, listen, cars are replaceable. You know, the most important thing is that Dante's okay, and I'm and I'm glad right. he's he's playing well and doing his thing. Thirty and twenty eight from Dante in the first map. Uh, everybody positive except for Mac. Mac struggled a little bit, but it was okay. Seattle uh, Seattle ended up getting that dub. On the other side. Dave, Patty, yeah, 20 and 30, only one negative. Or actually, Wake was negative, too. What's up, Pat? 
Oh, his Corvette's clean. It's yeah, it's clean, clean super I, I clean. Would, I would dust him, but it's clean. It's yeah, this guy's got a GTR and shit. <laughs> I knew you was gonna say some shit about like that. Speaking uh, speaking of uh, GTR, have you guys been keeping up with the Phase One stuff? The winner of the Phase One. Do you see this I guy? Bro, he just made a million dollars in crypto, two hundred and fifty thousand uh, dollars ghost sponsorship, and they gave him a Nissan GTR. It happened all on live stream. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. Insane. Some French guy, right? Uh, yeah, French guy. I think he's from Toronto. I think he's from Canada. Oh, His wow. name is Pros. He's a super cool guy, and uh, I think he deserved it. After looking at some of the Phase 1 stuff, I just thought congrats he was... Congrats to that guy. Yeah, super dope, huge congrats to uh, to now a new Phase member. Welcome to the family, Pros. Congratulations one, on, uh, on the What's Phase 1 stuff. Uh, pros, simply, simply pros, pros, I remember. Yeah, Simply Pros yeah. or something like that. Uh, but really, really cool. I don't know if you guys have kept up with the Phase One stuff, but some life-changing stuff. And Phase also collabed with Disney, which is pretty cool. Phase Clan that, and Disney. That shit is dope. Yeah. Uh, Phase Clan hitting some levels, man. So huge shout out to Phase, man. Uh, they're, they're doing some pretty cool stuff. If you guys are uh haven't seen any of that stuff, if you're, if you're interested, go hop over there and check it all out. Uh, but let's get into the next map, man. We get into the map number two, and this one is going to be a Tuscan, correct? Yep, a Tuscan S and D. Uh, we'll get into the to the SD a little bit. There's a few rounds that I want to show you guys. Um, starting here in the one two round, little back and forth. It was the Florida boys who were able to to win some rounds off the rip and kind of get this one going. Um, but it was Reese who was able to make the play in this one. We'll take a look at it and see what he was able to do. Um, it it gets down to a two v two here in this round. This was a big round for Florida. Three v two situation. Uh, Vivid's gonna pick a sim mid map. So really good shots coming out from Vivid. He's got that automaton, man. I like that Vivid switching it up a little bit. Not always running that MP40. Uh, gonna pull out the automaton and then just look at the shots there on Mac. I mean, that's clinical, man. This is just what Reese does. Did you guys know that Reese has the worst KD in the CDL? That that was a little that was a little surprising to me, but at the same time, he's the only sub on this Florida team. It, the the only actual sub, in my yeah. opinion. You know, so you got to think that maybe Asim that played into it a little bit. I mean, I, we've always said that, like, their play style is always, like, kind of set for, like, it doesn't set up Reese for failure, but, like, is getting baited a lot, and it's just, just the play style is on the team, to be honest. What What mm -hmm. is it? Like, what's the actual number? Because I thought, oh. I, listen, there's some players, Tom, in the league that I would assume have a lot worse KD than Reese's, so is... Is he like point well, seven? I, I think the reason why Reese he has the lowest dope is because of his know. engagement numbers, though. Yeah, he does like, have a high engagement. Not that, like, I'm not sure like, exactly right, his exact like stats. Point, point eight nine, and that's the worst. Like well, when we're talking case, speed, it wouldn't be that bad. When we're talking speed, though, Reese is by far the fastest player in the CDL. Yeah, 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 he's but very do you, fast. Do you think like that's why I'm wondering number wise? Like I I know he's fast. I know he's talented. That's why I'd be surprised if his stat was like a legit point seven overall. Like I feel mm -hmm. like it couldn't be uh, that low. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I that, honestly that couldn't tell you. Um, I, people in the chat are saying it, they think it's around a point eight eight. Um, that's what people that's are saying. That's not that surprising for the for his speed. That's yeah, it's not surprising. That, at like all. like, bro, there's no way Jimbo or John have a higher than that. Mm -hmm. They might. Who the fuck knows? They might have a higher KD. Not like KD means a lot for, for... I mean, it means something. You know, stats mean something. KD means something. It's always good to look at stats, but you can't... Oh, yeah, Jimbo point eight, bro. Look, Vivid's doing fine. Not <laughs> I mean, listen, you, you, can't, you can't look at stats without, looking, without watching COD. You have to watch, and then you have to match the stats up with what you see. And I think Reese is just, you know, the pressure that he brings to the map, the, the aggression that he brings, um, his KD might hinder a little bit. Uh, you would think that Florida will maybe bring in fucking Yeez or somebody. You know, maybe somebody Jeez, to back him up. Help. What do you think, Chris? Yeez is a good player, no? And I, I didn't want to talk about this round because I think before we get into Yeez, I feel like Blake, Blake needs a chow here. Luckily, Florida, they won the map. 
Um, but Big Wake maybe got a little scared right here. I thought it was weird that he shimmied and saw him and then ran. He tried to run. Um, and Dante just gets a free know. kill. What do you? What would you have done right there? Are you would you have child? I mean, or would you, like, you think it was I a good like play? You have to child. There's too late. He's too close to you. You can't run away. Yeah, He's or just or just slide into his corner to his left and just like hold the doorway yeah. and just make Dante know. push you. You know. Um, but yeah, go ahead, Chris. What do you think about Yeez? He's on the oh. bench. He's yeah, a good player. Yeez, well, Yeez was really good in Cold War. I teamed with him for for a period of time, and he was pretty good. I think with some more like mentorship, he could definitely um, provide use to this team. But um, in my opinion, just in general, I think this team has issues with speed, man. I think yeah. Dave plays way too fucking slow, um, and he needs to pick it up. He needs to pick it up. But in general, like Awakening is a baity player. Like even with a sub, he's very baity. And then you already know Skies is a is a is is a very aggressive AR too. He's the role player though. Like he, yeah. you can't drop Caesar if you, you like. can't. You can't. I think I think he's probably the glue if if anything that keeps sure. him even yep. like somewhat competitive. But I think like they need they need to go back to like their formula from from Cold War where they have Wake and Caesar running ARs and letting them kind of do their thing. And they need to get on they need to get an actual sub because yep. you see them yep. struggle on those maps the most where they have to run more subs. And I feel like Reese is kind of getting left out to dry, bro. Like I get his stats and his engagement rates are, you know, the highest, but there's a huge disparity between him and the rest of his team. Like but you know why I hate this argument, Chris? Because we'll say this and we'll be like, bro, Dave's gotta go. They need to sub. And then they'll win some series in the future. And <laughs> Ogre True will tweet out about how three ARs and their god like blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Listen. but they'll play maps that are <laughs> three ARs, four ARs. That is bro, 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 like the, the streak of maps or the streak of matches where they were winning stuff, they were winning shit on Gavutu, right? Like they were winning a lot of maps off like a Gavutu hardpoint or like a Gavutu control or some shit like that. And I'm still just like, bro, I, I don't give a shit. They're still running for even Reese is running the fucking AR. Like, bro, they, they 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 on Tuscan, they're just a lot less competitive than other teams. Bokic is the one exception. I don't know why. Um, yeah, Bokic are just frequently. They're just like, like freakishly good. Yeah, they know. probably just have like a unique play because, style. But because Skies plays faster than I've ever seen him play in his career on Bokic. He's probably compensating for a lot. And like you, we've already said this. I think Sky. We think we we all think Skies is a role player. I said this. Skies is Skies. I think can can be a good sub if he wanted to, if he practiced enough. Like he's just an actual talented god player. Yeah. He fills his role really well. Yeah, but, but I would just, not want to have Dave Patty on my AR and Skies on my sub. Like, if oh they, yeah, no. I mean, or, I, I'm not I'd saying that. Get rid of Dave and get a sub. So yeah, that's yeah. Is a beast as an AR. No, I agree with you. But it's like, it's weird even, too though, because Dave is actually like statistically really good. So it's like, I mean, bro, if you have six deaths a map, you'd be statistically really good too. But the thing uh, is about this team is like, like there are they are pretty good at Bogage and I think they just struggle a lot on like Tuscan. But in general, like they'll go and play Berlin, they'll go and play um, Gavutu, and what the fuck are they running? They're running like through three ARs, like or like sometimes four ARs, and like you can't keep using this excuse um, for oh, they like can. they can if and team, they will and they will. It's just it's just stupid. Like it's just stupid. Like well, do you, is you is he's a pure sub? Like I don't know. How yes. Oh yes. Okay. So they got a good. So they have a good substitute on the bench. Like they have. They have exactly somebody they, they can. They have somebody that they, they they can definitely try. And he's also a good S and D player. So if they struggle, um, at all in that sense, um, uh, they could use him. But Yeez is a very selfless player. So um, they they have somebody there. Um, but even if they don't go with him, let's say they try it out and it doesn't work, I still think these guys like warrant some sort of a change. Like, the Reese needs some fucking help. And it's not because he's just going out there putting superstar performances, but like you can just tell he's being left out to fucking dry. And like he definitely can probably check himself in terms of his pace, but 
I think I think there's a just there's there's so there's a bigger issue when you're not putting up a lot of it like you're not putting up a a normal amount of engagements rather than putting up too many engagements if yeah. that makes sense. I think Dave is more of an issue than like Divid's over aggression if that I, makes I, sense. I mean, and I think Dave's a good player. I just think they 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 need a sub. The roles are a little a little off, you know. And I definitely agree with the pace. I mean, I just feel like they play at a at a pretty slow pace, and especially Vanguard and how quick teams like Optic and. Minnesota now and phase and kind of how fast these guys are playing. I mean, you know, some of these guys, man, some of these teams, they, they really need to pick it up a little bit. But let's look into this round. Look at Reese Vivid. How the hell did he stay alive? Lamar's going to clutch the 1v2 top five the round prior to this. That's going to bring him to 4-4. Look at Reese somehow finessing and staying alive here. Able to get out after being tagged. Pred made an amateur mistake. He had him tagged up and went to go cook a grenade. Especially with his teammate pinching from the other side. I don't yeah, think Pred yeah. should have took a grenade out there. Nah, I think he should have just held his L trigger would have had a free kill. But Reese gets out, and then he's just going to open things up. Because Reese got aggro, he got all of Seattle Surge's attention. That's going uh, to pick up some easy kills for his teammates. So the Florida Mutineers, they make it a 4v1 situation quick. They end up going off 5-4, and then we hop into this last round. Um, and Seattle were just able to shut down this beat push. Starts off with a little bit of a spread. Dante's going to find one. Skies is going to trade. Lamar finds another one. And just like that, Seattle Surge, they have a 3v2 situation. But Mac going to get picked out. Seattle may be able to bring this to around 11. Uh, but you can see once he gets picked, now Pred's going to have to take this bomb. Uh, but you can kind of see how Florida was able to close this one out. Pred's going to go for that bomb plant. Skies is going to make the play. I think it was his teammate who, uh, it was Reese, who saw him cross onto the bomb site. Skies was able to make the play. And in the 1v1 situation, I like the play from Skies here. Lamar, I think, thought that Skies was going to wrap the radio or maybe push ramp, but Lamar definitely didn't think that Skies was going to wrap all the way back Damn, towards Lamar his spawn. Lost his he rare. lost his one. It's very rare. It's he did rare, clutch a 1v2. Man. He did clutch a 1v2 this map, but in this 1v1 to bring it to around 11, Skies made a great heads of play. I thought it was a great route from Skies. Goes all the way around, picks him up. Going to close out the 1v1. That's going to do it for the second map. Take a look at the, the final scoreboard. Uh, Mac, again, struggling a little bit in this one. Wait. Lamar, 10 and 7. Go ahead, Aeson. What's up, man? Tommy, I forgot to bring this up. Bro, before this match started, did you know that Florida lost eight of their last nine SNDs? Eight? Actually, a mind blowing. Yeah, that's actually what was, what was a mind blowing set. Because they grind SND. Like, they're always in SND ace and shit. So I just never expected that's that. That's a they're huge also, problem. That is a huge all, problem. They also lost three out of their last four hard points, and they're one in seven in the last eight maps and only winning this SND. So they've been just getting absolutely cooked. Something weird about this SND, though, that I don't think we've seen. So far in Vanguard, every first blood happened on offense in this map. Every mm, single one. Interesting. Every That's first interesting. blood that happened happened for the offense. Because it, it is a defensive heavy map now, I feel like. Because you, you get the whole middle of the map. And always something yeah, you play it every change. day. Yeah, with the Dude, spawn sorry. change. Yeah, yeah. Like the spawn change on Tusk and Asim, I feel like this map was so offensive heavy. And then they yeah, made the spawn. Yeah. And then they flipped mm -hmm. the spawns. And now I feel like it's defensive heavy. You get all of my map control right off the rip. Yep. Yeah, which, it's very which, defensive. Sometimes heavy. you see people not even go mid, which is weird to me. I I every, I feel like you should be going mid every time, unless people are figuring out maybe some pre nades and stuff off the rip, maybe to stop the middle push. Um, but I definitely think getting that mid control on defense is super important. But um, let's go into the next one. We got a Tuscan control, and and this one was interesting, man. Uh, we're gonna start off on his first round. This is kind of where Seattle was able to hold on. It was it was Florida, man, who. Almost were able to get this uh, this B point. Um, they get they get the A point pretty quickly, and, and you guys know how difficult it is to get this B point sometimes. But Seattle's going to do a good job holding it down. Gets a little mixy here because Reese is going to make a play onto that point. 
He's going to find one. That's going to open up some gaps. You can see uh, Florida just trying to storm through front and try and make something happen. You can see Awakening trying to make a flank and trying to take her out, but it just wasn't enough. Florida go all the way down in lives. They weren't able to get any ticks on that B point, which is huge, man. You want to pay attention to those ticks uh, because, you know, the, the, if it goes into an overtime, the team with the most ticks does get the defense. Uh, but they weren't able to close it out. But then Seattle, they get into the offense. They kept the eight points. Seattle, not only were they able to drain Seattle's lives, but they were also able to stack the point. Good plays coming out of Seattle. We could kind of see how they were able to do it. Um, they sent three around the back here. Chris, what do you think about this? A little three around the back, one slow play front. Sometimes I feel like you see a lot of people just kind of face match church and just try and get top green and just kind of come through the front. But a little bit of a different strategy coming in from the Seattle Surge. What did you think about this? Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't necessarily mind it. At the end of the day, your goal and control is all the same. Like, it's it's a pretty... I don't think... I, I think control is a very long. You just got to do something together. Value. You just got to do something together and yeah. work a pick, and then you collapse. Like, and Florida was able to do it. Yeah, man, you could kind of see Seattle just picking Florida, up all sorry, the kills. Sorry, Seattle. Seattle, Seattle was able to pick up some kills in, in Florida. I mean, they, they have no lives. Seattle stacking a point, um, and they were able to get all the ticks. So really good plays coming in from Seattle, really good breaks. I, I like that they took their time, did something together, and went all the way around the back. And then we get into the last round. I was very annoyed with Florida in this, in this round, man. They don't get on the point. They just don't. They get the A point, and you can kind of see here, Vivid is going to open things up with a big two-piece off the rip, right? And then you can see Awakening hitting that route. Take a look at that mini-map. It's going to be Wake going all the way around the back. He's going to flood through Church, and he's going to find a couple kills of his own. But look at this. Vivid with two, Awakening with two. I mean, I just feel like right now Florida should be stacking, man. Get on this point. Get on it. Look, they're still not on it. Still not. And then they send one guy on it. They got a guy sitting greenside watching a pinch after two or three just went dead. They got a guy plat, guy pushing out, two guys pushing out the base. Uh, I just think, hey, stack the point. Make Seattle nervous. Make them feel like they have to run at you. What do you guys think? You think, you think Florida should have stacked here? Um, I think if anything, I think Caesar needed to make a more proactive play rather than just sitting there holding the back. I don't really mind somebody like maybe even looking at green, but Look at Caesar, this, man. Caesar, Caesar needs to do something that that's going to like directly influence like his team. He's just like sitting in the back. And I think that's just a terrible play because at least to me, when you go four dead on like any control, your initial thoughts is like, Oh fuck, they're going to all get on the point. So naturally Seattle takes the shortest routes to try to break the hill, which is through mid alley through top green. They're not going to go wrap the fucking spawn. Like they're there. They have like such a huge sense of urgency that like Caesar either has like a free pinch mm. or he could come back and like stack point. And like, I don't know. I, I just, I just think that, that their philosophy is their philosophy in any like hill based game mode is so fucked. I remember they had like this whole thing where I think we talked about it, Tom, where I was like, Oh, if somebody has et cetera amount of time in the hill, they're mm. playing wrong or we're not helping them enough to kind of push off the hill, mm. which I just think is so stupid. Like it's completely situational. Just, and I think, th I think that's like how they view a lot of their game modes like this in control. They're like, Oh dude, we shouldn't really stack. Like we should, you know, play for the kills and play spread. So it's, it's a lot safer than mm. just kind of stacking. Like they probably have the same, the, the same uh, viewpoint in control that they yeah. do in hard point. But I mean, but I mean, Chris, look at this. It, Pat, I want you to take a look at this too. Look at the kill feed. Three go dead. All you got to do right here, especially with Awakening blocking that back tank spawn, you know they're spawning out church and field. You know they are. Awakening's blocking the spawn. If you stack the point, even number seven can stack. All of them. Eight, six, and seven can all get in the point here. That point's going to move up to the speed of light. And where's where is Florida or where's Seattle going to come from if you stack at a point? They're going to come from mid-alley and they're going to come from church. 
You exactly. stack the point, watch Mid-Alley, watch Church, hold some crossfires, and make Seattle make the play. Make them yeah. make the play. Instead, they just kind of sit around. They're just sitting around here. They're doing nothing. What's the point of getting kills if you're not going to make use of them? Yeah, Pick I up the skies, pace. But I meant Awakening. Awakening, like, should have, like, made a play to, like, start, like, progressively pinching Mid-Alley or something. Like, like what he's doing now, but it's just too late. Bro, even look at Dave. Dave literally got All three of them. Dead. The and whole Dave team. Plat. Oh, bro, you know what? I'm going to tweet that, that Pat, Dave Patty, and I'm going to ask him for a picture of his controller. Like, I just want... Set his controller up. I want a picture. Why? I guarantee you. Why? I, I guarantee you his left stick is in pristine condition. Ah, you Very think so, Pat? Limited and no wear and tear on the left stick. I guarantee stick. you. I guarantee you it's in pristine condition, bro. Brand new. I don't Looks like know, Pat. Hardly been to, bro, he doesn't move. He doesn't uh, move. Pat, it's all of them. None of them moved right there. Yeah, the whole yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, I know. But, dude, I'm telling you, his is pristine. And then look, and then after they didn't stack, they had the opportunity. They did the hard part. They didn't do the easy part. And then after that, I mean, Vivi's going to open things up green. They're going to try and flood on, onto the point. But Lamar, he's able to just close this one out and call game. You can see Lamar, he's able to find three here. Big three-piece coming out of him. Going to get on that Lamar heady. Uh, and just take care of business. Clean beams coming out of Lamar. Let's take a look at the final scoreboard. 24 and 17 from Pred. He played fantastic all day. Mac had a uh, rough couple first maps, but 18 and 15 in this one. Good plays coming out of Mac. Uh, Lamar even and, and Dante 22 and 18. On the other side, Caesar 9 and 18. Uh, a rough one for him. Dave Patty 17 and 18 with 1,500 damage. 22 and 19 coming out of Wake with, with 3K damage and everybody negative except for Big Wake, man. Uh, even the damage just looks a little off. Uh, you know, it just it, something's just not clicking right now. For the Florida boys, their, their pacing is just fucked, and I and I, I want to say this about Pred. Um, Pred has, you know, we we used to shit on Pred and Sid for being this, you know, being super inconsistent and uh, Seattle kind of relying on their performances to kind of carry them through series. Well. I do still think that Pred and Seb or Sib are integral parts of this team's success. Pred has been looking very, very consistent in the last couple series that he's been playing. He's been playing really good Call of Duty, like even it, like this entire. I think this entire like league split. So props yeah. to him. Good for him finding some consistency. Hopefully, uh, this carries over to the major. Yeah, and then we get into the to the last map. This is where Seattle was able to close it out. Uh, honestly, Florida, they, they got off to a pretty good start. I mean, we they started with this P3, a really big hold coming in from Florida. I like the setup from them. The, the, the main important thing for Florida was locking down that street and kind of forcing Seattle front. Sometimes you see people give up the street. I don't know why. The street is the most important thing. But they're going to pick up all the kills. They're going to kind of lock down a lot of time here. And then check out Caesar Skies on this rotation. He's going to find a gap. Right through the middle of the map. I don't know how he got through. I just I just think he found a good timing here. Mid-map. You see Lamar right there. Top P5. Skies is going to make a good play not shooting at him. Um, and he's going to kind of push through and, and open things up. By Skies making this play, he's able to get Lamar off of his hill by looking through the cracks under the train. Uh, and Seattle just wasn't able to lock down a lot of time here. So a really good first rotation coming out of Florida. But they let up. Going into the second rotation of, of hard points, they just they couldn't get anything going. And it started with Seattle. Holding uh, onto that P1, that second P1. They just hold it. They bring it all the way back. And it just ends with Pred just having an absolute day. I'll show you guys how the rest of this ended off. But Chris, Pat, Asim, any final thoughts on the series? Um, I just think this was a huge map or match for Seattle because um, now they're now they're in the top eight, Tom. Like, it's actually insane. Are they allowed their top insane. eight out? Yeah, it's actually insane how much like competitive it is for like the top eight to go into champs. Like, mm -hmm. bro, 
it's crazy to see that Toronto's finally hitting stride, Minnesota's hitting stride, now they're in the top eight, and Seattle is too. And teams like LA Thieves that was like at one point, what, like fourth in, in seeding, they're all the way down to ninth now. Mm-hmm. New York has a huge match against Optic tomorrow to like make the winners. Like, and they're they're in a rough spot because they need to make champs. Like, bro, the, the league right now is hella competitive. Yeah, super, super competitive. Let's actually tune into the Florida Mutineers uh, listening and see how they're common before we get Chris and Pat's final thoughts. Yeah, lobby, lobby, lobby. Lobby, yeah, dark. Red, 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 so far. He could be on this tank. I think he's on the front tank watching the dust cross. I saw him so far. Dice, dice, Lamar. Nice, good shit. Nice, dice, dice. Dice, 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 Lamar. Dice, Lamar. Nice, 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 I can do, I can do, I can do. I don't know where Mac went. I think he's pushing for the window. dead, Lamar. Nice, we're for Mac. Mac is pushing the tent. Pushing the tent. Mac dead. We're for Fred. Alright. I'm from Fred. I'm in tent. I'm in tent. I'm in tent. I got the windows and the Yeah. Back, back door dead. Side window, side window, Lamar. No windows dead. Yeah, no one behind me. P5, P5. Second boss, second boss. He's going side window. Run away, run away. Run away, run away. I got real, I got real, I got real. We have your hands going back door. He went back door, he went back door. I have it, I have it. Back door, Mac. We got me. Back window. Back door, Mac. I have 25, 25, 25, So that's gonna do it for the listening. Listen, uh, one thing that Dave Patty does bring is the comms, man. I feel like Dave yeah. Patty's a good player, just not for, I don't know if he's right for this team. I feel like Dave Patty needs to be a main AR. He needs to have a lot of aggressive players around him. I feel like he could be a good leader for a team. Just because he's not working out on certain teams doesn't mean he can't work out on another team. We've seen it with Insight last year. Remember how slow Insight was last year in Cold War? Yeah. And then having the right people around him, his play style just worked. Like, he was so slow. He was like a... And that, and that, there's a lot of players that have fallen to that, right? Like, they're really talented players. They just don't work on this environment. Like, yeah. I was going to say, this game does not suit Dave, like, at all, in my opinion. I think this is a game where you have to play, like, fast. Like, you have to be overly aggressive. I feel like a lot of players, a lot of AR players that find success in this game are playing to that play style. Like, you look at, um, well, Dash, Dashy, Dashy's a, you know, he's one of the most cracked players. Like, you know, yeah. I guess we can say. You got uh, Scrappy. This guy's a challenger. But, like, you see the way that kid plays. Like, that clearly works on this game. Like, there's just, a, that, that type of play style is just really, really important with the AR. But also, I think just the one thing that Florida Florida uh, needs is, is, this, is another sub player because right now this team lives and dies on the performance of Skies. Like when he's overperforming, and I'm not saying overperforming because I don't think he's that good of a player, but like when he's frying, that's when these guys are competitive. When you don't think like, so? He, I think Skies is god like I think he's really good. No, I, I think he's really good too. But I'm saying I'm not, I said it's not because he's not that uh, good. I'm saying like when he's frying. That's when they're playing their best. So when he's like playing like bad or average, I feel like these guys struggle like a lot. And I, I think they live and die by his performance. They they need they need a system change right now because their pacing is just terrible. Yeah, I, I think I like listen. We we've been hard on Dave Patty, but I do think he's a good player. I don't by any means think that he doesn't you know doesn't deserve a spot in this league. He's a great player. He just he needs the right people around him. And even Standy, he's in the chat right now, and Standy said the same thing. He thinks Dave would thrive. Uh, with a really fast-paced team because he is a talented player when you watch him play and when you hear him in the comms He's a very methodical player very smart player even in cold war He did a lot of great things in challenges last year. He was yeah. definitely a top prospect like he's he is a very good player It's just not working man, and that's okay, man Sometimes rosters aren't gonna work the cohesion's not gonna be there and you have to find the roster that fits and I think there's a lot of teams that 
that can, you know, think about that and think about their team culture and think about the way their play styles and their teams are kind of set up. I think that's what makes uh, some of the teams at the top so good when you look at their team as a whole and look at all the roles and just the pacing of it all, you know, like let's look at optic, right? You have Shotzi, who's kind of like the playmaker, the headbasher, finding gaps. You have Scump, who's the Romer Slayer. Then you have the Pro Lou Illies, who kind of just like they're the comms, they're the flexes, they're the guys filling in the gaps. And then you got a main AR and Dashi, who just shoots laser beams, you know, like it's a good just culture. It's a good whole. The whole team just works from top to bottom. And some of these teams, they have the talent, but they don't have that that cohesion. Does that make sense? My, yeah. my spitting fugage. And that, and that no, kinda, you're right. And that kind of ties into the, the argument we had the other day, or not argument, but the debate where it's like, dude, you don't really know an individual skill level until he's surrounded by good players, right? Like until he's on a team that that system that they're playing actually makes sense and works for everybody, you can't tell how good each of them are, right? Like yeah. you could be a great player in a bad system, and there's just not much you can do for yourself or your team. And it's just how it is sometimes. So. Mm -hmm. It's how it is yeah. with the law of things, bro. Like, there's this is again another thing that you have to give credit to players like Scum, for example. They're so consistent in every COD title, um, no matter what situation well, I mean, the roster is. You have the best talent. Well, no, no, but I'm saying, year, but yeah. Eh, I mean, there's times where the optic roster was questionable, and Scump still, I feel like, performed really well. But my what point. What year other than World War II? I want to know. I'm curious. What year other than World War II? I don't want to talk about this. No, 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 we, no, we I'm, can I'm talk actually. About Hold on, I'm really, really <laughs> curious. What year, other than World War II, when they decided to pick up two ARs, by the way, what well, year did he not I have mean, the if best you wanna go, if you, if you want to go back to the olden days, like, Pat, oh, we were, we were, bully we, we were oh, bullying. Shit. We were bullying some of these optic rosters, but guess who was still frying? Scump, that guy was world star yeah, us. Even when we were world star his right team. Now. And Temp is frying okay, right now. My point is, guy's disgusting. Uh, he's very, very... Um, what is it called? Consistent across all titles. But the point I'm trying to make, because I don't, I don't, I'm not sitting here. What are you guys talking about? What are you, you talking about? Gump. Oh, scum. I'll, but anyways, I'll, I'm not trying to get into an optic argument with this guy because you know how Haggy he is. Haggy was, Haggy was seeking some primes, Tom. That's point, all it was. Uh, listen. I'm Haggy a lost Ark streamer prime. now. Yeah. If I wanted primes, I'd stream cold. You're dude. seeking some primes. Anyways, when you hop on I mean, I mean Haggy, I, I, I agree. A, you can't deny that it, it is a team game at the end of the it day. It is. It but is. But the best is. players get the best teams because they earn it. You yeah, know, that's, they, that's, that's definitely just true. how yeah. it is. Okay, there's, well, no, there's no doubting any individual's you guys, ability. You guys didn't even let me bro. finish my statement. Go ahead, statement, Chris. Go ahead, Chris. Finish your statement, Chris. My bad. Go ahead, Chris. Go ahead. I was just mainly saying that, like, you got to give props to these guys because we're talking about how all um, there's these variables with, you know, players having the best teams, being on the right game and stuff like that. Like, that sometimes with Call of Duty, the stars just don't align, bro. You get an opportunity in a game where, like, you might not feel as comfortable in or you get into a bad team environment. And then, like, User there's, move to your there's just some there's just a, a degree of luck into whether a player succeeds in the call of duty scene because you know your, your your shelf life as a player is just not that is not that long unfortunately so i mean it kind of feels bad for dave but i think he's a very talented player he definitely needs to be surrounded in a different environment and i don't think this florida environment is for him and i think that florida needs to make a move to improve their team whether it's keeping dave and getting rid of somebody else but i think i think they just need a sub player bro yeah. they, they need one desperately you see pred he was able to call game there in those final moments just 32 and 22 fantastic plays coming out of pred
uh, just getting aggressive and kind of locking things down on that P1 Seattle surge, able to get the 3-1 victory over the Florida Mutineers today. So good job out of them. Even the surge, they locked that top eight spot apparently, right? So that's what you're telling me, which is really Wait, good, man. They locked it up. They didn't lock it oh, up, no, but they no, they they they're, 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 oh, they got okay, top okay. eight. Like they're, they're, gotcha, they're okay. I was like, damn. They my bad. Did my bad. That's not what I meant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a big game, but yeah, they were yeah. able to uh, they were able to uh, snag that top eight spot as of right now. Um, yeah, yeah, obviously gotcha, that can gotcha. change. Uh, but let's head into the next one. We got the Minnesota Rocker going up th against the Atlanta phase. Bokeh Hardpoint, Bokeh SD, Berlin Control, Tuscan Hardpoint, Desert Siege SD. Before we get into it, I do want to bring on a special guest to the flank. This is my duo, my long lost duo. Give it up for the guy who is drooling on stage today. Mr. Dylan Attached. What's going on, Dylan? What's going on, baby? Yo, yo, what's good, Tommy? What's, what's happening? Got, what's happening, man? Hey, you Dale, know, come on, good. dude. Who feeling good every day, Dale? Good, come man. on, son, you know. Another day in the office. Yes, sir. And, uh, you're just having some fun. Yes, sir, Growing man. a little bit, too. Yeah, good win today, Dale. I don't know if you knew, but, uh, well, for those of you who are tuning in that didn't watch the matches, FaZe got 3-0 today for the first time as a team. The first time RCs, Simp, Abizi, and Selim have been 3-0'd. Is that true? Is that stat true? Yeah, yes. So. Yeah, that's that's kind of fucking crazy. That, that, that's that just, wild. That just goes to the greatness, bro, of how great FaZe are. Yeah, but, I mean, they haven't been great recently, and we're going to talk about it. Dylan, how are you feeling after a big W today? Oh, I think uh, winning that match, of course, the way we did it, like, we dominated the first two maps, uh, and then we had yeah. a crazy clutch map three, so I think this is just a big, like, confidence booster going into, like, the tournament. Um, we know, what, like, what we're capable of, and I, it's, it's good to, like, actually see it happen in a match. So I'm just hoping we we go to Toronto and and show up doing do our thing. Yeah, no, 100%. I think uh, you know, Phase is a really good team. You guys knew that going into it. After the first two maps, I was just like, there's no way you guys lose. And a lot of people want to talk about Phase this, Phase that, Phase Phase Phase. But I think enough people. I I don't. Nobody's talking about you guys. Nobody's talking about Minnesota. These guys are looking. You guys are looking great. I really think uh, bringing in Havoc was a good move for you guys. And, and I feel like right now, just like the whole cohesion of the team. I keep using that word today, cohesion. I don't know why. It's a good word. It's a good it's word. A good word. It is a very good word. But you guys are just f getting into rhythm now, Dill. You guys are undefeated right now in, in stage three. How does that feel? Oh, it feels amazing. Uh, I mean, it's no surprise that, uh, I mean, it, it, we started off pretty bad this year. Major one, major two, all the stages we went, I think, two and three. Uh, so the fact that we got four wins this stage and then it got a fifth one after that is the best we've ever done in yeah. the two years. So it was just it's an amazing feeling. But of course, we're giving ourselves a really good chance to make it the champs. You got to go and do the same thing at the tournament, though. Mm -mm. Yeah, I mean, you got to do it on land where it matters, right? That's exactly, that's the most exactly. important part, and that's probably what Pat's gonna say. Yeah, you know, Pat, Pat's a, Pat's a very big. <laughs> he's uh, a smart man. It's all about. Yeah, hey, it is all about all land. About. No, it is. I mean, online we're, games are practice, Tom. They're practice. Yeah, they're, they they're, they're, they're they're practice. Sure. I mean, they mean stuff. I mean, you do get CDL Absolutely, points from yeah. winning them. I mean, they're not like just practice. But I get what you're saying. I, I definitely get what you're saying. It, they don't practice matter as much. The main event, I should say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't they don't matter as as much. But Dylan, what were your stats like today? the fuck what was your kd wait wait Bro, you were un that. unkillable untreatable what? unkillable what untreatable you what'd you eat what was breakfast give us today, your what today. we have what we have for breakfast actually I, it was sunny and 70 in minnesota so i went for two walks uh, that's what it was sure. the sun yeah, was out got, gotta get the vitamin d um and then i had a protein shake chocolate mm -hmm. protein uh, hey. just water just mixed with water yeah it's like hey, it's some, all hey, clumpy. write this down write this down oh, yeah, yeah i got it for tomorrow uh, <laughs> and then and then, <laughs> and then uh two Brown pasture raised organic 
are eggs. Yeah, Ooh, okay. What the fuck is that? What the fuck is that? And it go protein and some eggs. Okay. Dylan's always eating some weird shit, bro. <laughs> he's always eating some like bro, stuff like, I've never heard of, bro. He's guys like taking he, ginger shots and shit. I like how you didn't just say he had two eggs. This guy said brown fucking pasture, pasture organic eggs, free free range. You know the free range. Yeah, I just go to the grocery store and just get the fucking regular eggs. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I'm doing it wrong. You know, I don't know what I'm doing over here. But you gotta be organic. Yeah, I got I I gotta change up my diet, man. No, I got you. Don't worry, I got you with the good stuff. I'd be eating Taco Bell and fucking Chipotle and shit. You know. Uh, but yeah, Dylan, good good job today, man. Uh, I think your stats, I think you had like a 1.55 or something today, and you called Jeez. game in this one. I mean, this first map, you were all over the map. It's not often you see FaZe uh, get blown out on a boat cage. I was surprised to see you guys play them on a boat cage deal. Kind of what went into that decision? You guys saw you could just match up with them? You guys have been looking good on this map? Yeah, I think we were just feeling really confident on this map, and then FaZe is known for being like the best boat cage team in the game. So we're like, all right, well, if we think we're going to play this map in the tournament... Let's see how we match up versus the best bogus team in the game. Yeah, yeah. And I think they haven't really played it for a while because most people do video it against them. So we're like, all right, let's just uh, come out swinging, see what we could do. And we just kind of took off. Yeah, listen, let's go in, into the comms and hear how the Minnesota Rocker boys were common. They had a lot of energy in this one. So let's tune in and listen to the boys. I'm only left side now. Bottom barn, bottom barn, one side. Bottom barn, two bottom barn, two bottom barn. Both they are. Behind me, behind me. He might go top. You can fight. Bell spot, bell spot. And what's that? Back bell, back bell spot. Back bell, back bell. Field door, field door. He's in bar, in bar, field door. I'm going to try to pick up on the pin. I'm going to try to pick up all the pins. I got it, I got it. Barn, 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 barn. one shot. I'm needing a top barn, needing a top barn, bro. Okay, okay. Back to tank. I'm going to go left. Back to tank, south. Go on, stables. Yeah, front, front, yeah, front barn, hitting front barn, hole, back to front barn. I'm picking left. He's gonna go right barn. He's already in the back. He's already back. Don't go. Heard that. I'm gonna have to. Nice. I'm gonna shot. I can hold new. I can hold new. I'll hold all left. I can hold right. I can hold all right. I can hold right. 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 Come on, Eli, you gotta win that, Eli. Okay, you guys were fucking turned. Dill, you guys were fucking on one. One thing Wait, I love I about your comms. Question, Tom. Yeah, go ahead, Ethan. Go ahead. Tommy are, or uh, Dylan, are you using your studio mic? <laughs> Yeah, 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 you sound so much more smoother than your entire. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I only I, I want the best quality for the CDL, the streams, everything. So I'm making sure to pull out all the stops. I like that. I like I that. I want them to hear me yell shit on very quickly. Bro, your shit on was like echoing in your mic, bro. bro when Dylan's talking shit like that, you know he's frying. That's just typical Dylan. And then also, uh, uh, I'm trying to get Eli in here. I don't know if he wants to join, but Standy, if you do want to join the call, you can. I was just busting your balls on that one gunfight. But one thing I do uh, love about the listening is just commenting what you guys are looking at. You know, like talking about what you guys are holding, what's open on the map. Uh, you know, just keeping things organized, even on a bow cage, right? Because a lot of people think bow cage is just kind of a mixed fest, which, I mean, granted, deal it is, right? Like, it, it is kind of just a lot of running oh, yeah, and trading. Definitely. But trying to make it as organized as possible is, like, the most important thing. For sure, for sure. I think that's what an even separated phase like on this map is usually when they play it, like they keep it pretty controlled for Bokage, and that's why they're just so good at it. They're one and, of the best uh, teams that organize chaos in general, yes, right? Yes, like that's yes, just what yes. they succeed in so much. 
Mm -hmm. Exactly. And this is you popping the three piece at the very end. Is this where the drool came out? Is it was he right here? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know at what point the drool came out. But, uh, <laughs> yo, I don't even know I did that until like after the the series, and I was like, wait, there's no way they they got me on camera drooling. They got you in 4K. <laughs> no, the best part about it, Dylan, is not like you didn't take your hand and like wipe it up. You fucking you fucking slurped it, it slurped it up like it. a piece of spaghetti or some shit. You know what I'm saying? But listen. <laughs> Really, really good plays out of you guys. 37 and 15 from attached and things. I'm going to say attached for the listeners, deal, just in case they don't know. You know, some new fans. So we'll, I got it. No, no worries. Yeah, no worries. Uh, attached 37 and 15 uh, doing his thing. Everybody uh, pulling their weight for the most part in the Minnesota Rocker. On the other side, MC, a rough one from Cell uh, today. I think he had a point seven five overall today. You don't might see that. Might have been his worst series in Vanguard. Yeah, it might have been oh, his wow. worst series, which is like you don't see that a lot. Which listen, it is very difficult to just constantly just be at the top series after series after series. So today we found out that MC was human. You know, yeah, he's, he's not a robot. Like, he's, he's not a robot. He had an off one today. Bro, he did. Bro, y'all y'all want to know some crazy shit? <laughs> so crazy. attach was traded four times this map, right? Out of the next two maps, these are kills, right? So he had to get a kill and get traded. Out of the next two maps, he was only traded six times in two maps. Mm, wow, absurd. Jesus Christ. <laughs> he got, every time he got a kill, he was Six times bro. in God two damn. maps? My yeah, he, he was only traded ten times in the entire series, like traded from it. Like, let's say he got a kill. Yeah, he didn't He didn't die um, for the majority of the, like, the kills Dude, he got. No, you were literally untradeable today. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's okay. like the the whole meme, dude. Where it's like, oh, somebody trade me. Like that's what he was saying the entire time. Yeah, the team, the team had me in good spots, man. What can I say? I like that. I like that, man. Good well, answer. that's what happens with good communication and good teamwork. You know, everybody's gonna flourish. Everybody's gonna look good. Uh, so good job, guy. You guys in the first map, uh, and then we get into the second one, a bouquet, just and D. This was the map that you guys blew him out in. Phase only won one round, and that was the first round, right? You guys won six straight. I'm pretty Yo, sure. They planted the bomb instantly. Like, I was like, damn, they planted the bomb in like four seconds. Yeah, <laughs> like the no, they round. ran for it. They went for <laughs> it and that, shit. That was crazy. I like the aggression out of you guys on the boat cage. I like, how, I like how you guys weren't scared to make plays. Havoc was definitely feeling himself a little bit. I mean, he was yeah. all over the map. Somebody yeah, he, in the chat said the drool was an SD, by the way. Mm -hmm. Oh, dude, that was focused, oh, bro. Okay. I, I I didn't really go too crazy in SD. That was that was the P Dog show for sure. Yeah. But I dude. was just uh, You were drooling watching him. You were yeah, drooling I was drooling watching him. He was like, damn, 10 kill streak? Okay. Yeah, and, and that's another thing I want another I wanted to talk about. It's Priesta. Man, man, a lot of people are talking about Havoc, Havoc, Havoc coming into the roster, but we gotta give credit to P Dog. I also think that the reason why you guys are finding success now is because he's also stepped it up. I mean, he's been he's been hitting form for sure. He looks like himself again. I feel like now he's getting comfortable. You know, he's starting to feel himself a little bit. He's been looking good series after series. I just feel like now the roles fit. And that just goes to show to what I was just talking about, Pat. What was the word I was just saying? Cohesion. Cohesion. There was no cohesion in the beginning of the, uh, with your roster in the beginning of the game. I feel like now bringing Havoc on Who's and getting all the roles right. You know, now he's starting to get a little bit more comfortable with this roster. And it goes to show that really talented players might struggle on certain rosters if things aren't working how they want it to work. So P-Dog making absolute plays. There's a couple rounds I want to show from FaZe because I felt like they were, they were trolling a little bit at times. There was, there was a couple rounds where they were splitting up in their clutches. Um, but Minnesota definitely outplayed them. Uh, just really good plays. And, and because this was a blowout, I guess I'll ask the question. And Pat, we'll start with you. Chris, we'll go to you. Is FaZe compromised right now? What's going on with FaZe? What's happening with these guys? What's happening? I think, I think they're probably in like kind of like an effort bubble, Tom, where it's like, you know, you're sitting at the top of the leaderboard. It's mid-season. 
like you know you hit that kind of that that low valley right and then you you kind of you have this you, this is good for them in my opinion right that's what i'm trying to get at like they mm -hmm. they're gonna realize like yo we gotta we gotta put the effort back in get back to the top like we're sitting comfy the like we're guaranteed champs whatever but i think this is kind of like a small wake-up call for them rocker obviously came out played great uh dill especially but for them i mean like like you saw bro when are we ever gonna see sell have the worst series he's ever had in vanguard right like he's been their best player this entire year so for me small wake-up call small setback and i i think they're really poised for a major comeback you know whether it's major three or major four i think we're gonna see a different phase on land especially in my opinion um but yeah i think it's just one of those things right like we've been there where you, you are the best team in the game for so long and then you just have that like that little bit of complacency into a wake-up call i think that's where they're at i think you saw alec tweeted about like uh effort or forgot what he said specifically i didn't know if you guys saw that no i'm not sure what did he tweet um, exactly if you could pull up his tweet and let everybody know these are before you, yeah, you continue he said, he said oh go ahead go ahead gap, getting effort gap so just he feels that other teams are putting more effort than they are yeah mm, interesting i mean look, let's look at these these couple rounds this is one round in particular look at the mini map what's the difference between minnesota rocker in this one and atlanta phase what's the difference in the mini map here in this 2v2 minnesota rocker they're, they're holding nuts Minnesota Rockers holding nuts and look at FaZe just separated, super separated. They're not playing, playing together. Playing way too comfortable. They're separated and, and look, it's going to start with Alec. He's going to try and make a play through the middle of the map. He's going to fall and just like that, they're in a 2v1 situation and MC's left in the clutch. Uh, almost clutches it. He is able to find Dylan here. He finds a timing, but then P-Dog, he gets aggro. He's going to challenge MC and he takes him down. So really good one-on-one -on -one play coming in from uh from p dog and then it happens again in the next round another split coming in from phase when when it comes to those clutch moments when it comes to those uh those end rounds those mid situational plays phase again just splitting up and not holding each other's paws i mean stuff like that is gonna hurt them especially in search um it also didn't help that today minnesota rocker was just out playing them and winning every fight um but chris what did you think what do you think about phase and, and what do you think is going on with them personally to to me uh I want to give more credit to the Minnesota Rocker. I feel like we could talk yeah. about phase, phase, phase. But to me, I just think Minnesota's hitting form right now. They look really, really good. And I think yeah, people need to give them more credit. Yeah, Minnesota's definitely hitting form. I think Attach is playing some of the best scout he's ever played. You got Havoc. I think Havoc uh, brings a lot to the team. I think he direct, he like he directs traffic. He brings a lot of comms and a lot of hype, like energy to the team, which is good. Because I feel like that's something they, that they lacked. Um, it kind of revi revitalized that energy within the team, I feel like. And I think they're just, they're just hitting a, uh, a really, you know, big stride right now but mm -hmm. on the topic of phase because you know we like to talk about them i think these guys are still a good team if anyone says these guys suck or they're still not like a top two team right now until they start dwindling in the standings um these guys are still going to be considered a top two team regardless of like if they just lost oh yeah the team, i right? agree i agree i think i think, I think people, that's not I think what people are, are saying though that is not what people are saying until i think people are overreacting like you're allowed to lose a series it doesn't just make you all of a sudden like a, a bottom fucking you know 18 but regardless i agree um I'll just I on the topic of phase to in general though chris okay okay yeah people they care more when they lose than yeah, when yeah. they win right pe people are so fried are. people people are so fried with their takes about phase just because they're they just don't think like they just hate on them but at the end of the day I still think that this game is just not their game. And I do think that they aren't going to like be that consistent, you know, really, you know, good phase that we've seen in cold war. Um, 
in this title. I don't think they I don't think they have it in them this this year. Unfortunately, um, I think Selium has been the only person that has really shown any sort of greatness and consistency on this team. And I think when he struggles, you see them get actually fucking smoked like they did today because he struggled. Right? But you don't see them I hitting. Think, you don't see them maybe you know making making runs still. I I still think they're a scary team no, going no, no. into that. I, I I think they can. I think they can still you know win, bro. It's okay. Vanguard, but I don't I don't see them being dominant because that's like that's like the, the oh well the they're way not. That you I mean they're not. Team. I mean looking well, yeah, exactly. at them compared but, to the last couple but, years. But the whole point is like. You just see, you just see way too much inconsistency. Inconsistency. I think at the beginning of this year, it was very, it was very apparent that you weren't going to see the same consistency from this team. I think a BZ uh, has looked poor in comparison to how consistent he was last year. Same with Simp. Like these guys are just not playing up to their standards. Um, and I just think this isn't the game for them. And who I'm not. Uh, I don't know how this is going to pan out in the future, whether, you know, they might be better at other games, but um, it's clear that they're just not as good at Vanguard as they were at Cold War. And I don't think they're going to reach that ceiling where they're just dominant. I also think um, this game, ever, like, game, in this game. game, you can't be as consistent. Like like you're talking about, like consistency. Yeah. Or look, We've had multiple different event winners every event. Like no one's been back or in the same grand finals. Like it's just a different game, right? Like yeah. where it's just... I feel like it's impossible to be honest to be um, consistent in this game. Not necessarily. I think this game. I think this game just has a really unique um, way of playing the game that can that like. I think there's way more in that consistency. There is. I mean, there there is anybody that anybody that tells you differently is fucking smoked and has no idea what they're talking about when it comes to call. There's of Duty. been four different because, winners today already general, this year. Because yeah. in general, in and general, never repeat grand finals. Like no two uh -huh. same teams have been in this final again. In general, we talk about it all the time. We watch the fucking matches. We're like, dude, this spawn, this thing, this thing, that thing. Like we are fucking aware of it. If anyone tells you differently, they just don't watch the games. They don't know anything about Call of Duty. But regardless, I think. Um, this just isn't their title. I don't think they're going to reach that dominant, consistent form. But I do think that there is a method to the madness, and I think Optic kind of embodies that um, in how consistent they've been. Even though they haven't won everything, um, I just think it's it's really hard to be dominant, and I don't think FaZe is going to be um, you know, at that point this year. But um, anybody that tells you that they're not still a top-two team or even a contestant in, ru in, a, in running for a championship is fucking fried. You should see like, the Call of Duty competitive ready. A BZ's trash. Fades are terrible. People are acting like they're the team. They're the twelfth team in the league. We, we, we reading some of the posts. You know, um, I, I definitely agree with you. That I don't I don't know why people are like writing them off. Um, and you, you know, people might say about the game, right? I was talking about that before. How Vanguard? I feel like it's very consistent. This and that. People are like, you're making excuses. You're making excuses. Well, I'm like, listen, guys. There's been four different winners. This is every, we don't know who's gonna win at the next event. We might see a yeah. fifth winner next event at the Toronto Ultra. We might see another winner this year. Um, which that doesn't take away from the teams who are playing well and who are playing Bro, together. At the end of the day, even with a shit game, you still have to play uh, play as a team. I think there's a lot of competition. I think that's also a factor. I think it's I think it's a little bit of everything. Like it's a little bit of everything. And Ace, I hate to do this to you if you're still uh -huh. here, but like, bro, LA Gorillas just won an event out of nowhere and then lost ten series in a row. Like, mm. how do True. you go from being the best team on a weekend? To losing ten series in a row, I or whatever agree. it was, like, like that's mind, that's mind blowing, bro. That's that's my that literally doesn't happen. I don't think we've ever seen anything like that where teams won an event and then they have just completely just like 
did just completely showed the exact opposite going into the next few weeks, right? Like, yeah, have, have we? It, there, there has to be another example of that it's happening. Never, it's never been that drastic. Not to, not, no to that, not to that. Not to, uh, not to that. Like extent. somebody said, Optic Black Ops Four. It's not that they were not this drastic. They, they were not that drastic. They didn't win the first event. They won the first event in Black Ops Four. They, 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 yeah, they didn't they fall off. They were still competitive. They were still playing, doing their thing. Um, people are saying maybe the Volk with with, uh, with LG in Black Ops Four. It's a good comparison. Maybe the Volk event with LG. Um, but I don't even think they fell off that much. But I mean, you know, it's it's a very day to day thing, and and I think it's a little bit of everything: the game, the competition, um, you know, and and then the yeah. f the effort. Like Alex said, it was interesting to me that he that he's talking about effort. I wonder what he means by that. You see a I've lot. I've seen him complain a few times when they lost, right? Like like I feel like he feels that something obviously is happening uh, in their gameplay that I guess he doesn't Rampart. agree with. Because, um, you know, they lost that one thing. He was like, remember, I had to pull out an SMG and plant bombs. You know, shit like that, where I feel like, I feel like Bro, he's it's, just having the, that it's kind the, of it's, frustration where, fuck it, like, something, something's it's off. The, it's, the something. PR, it's the PR answer, bro. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what it is. They fucking hate this game. They, they, no matter how much they try, they can't seem to wrap their fucking heads around it because they're so fucking tired of it and annoyed by playing the game. And it's not an excuse. It's a validate. It's val. It's a, it's, it's an actual Val, valid thing to me. I think that's. I think not. I think that's bullshit, though. No, I think that's, if that's fucking, annoying. If you fucking hate your job, you are simply not ever going to perform as good as somebody that actually enjoys what they're doing. It doesn't matter how hard you try. It does not fucking matter. I think that's dumb to say, though, Chris, because even if you don't like the game, you're a fucking professional at the end yes, of the day. Yes, I'm not, I'm you not have saying... To, you I'm, have to play the game. You have to, you but have but to play the game. They, they still are playing. playing. And they're well, I mean, Alex Alley is talking about effort. I mean, Alex Alley is tweeting about... It's a subconscious thing. And maybe it's a subconscious thing, bro. Maybe he enjoys it. Maybe it's not Well, let's think about it. The S&D 8s we see every night. We see Shotzi in them every night. We see Prolu in them. Do you see any of the FaZe guys in them? Have any of the FaZe guys been playing in any of those? No. Okay. 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 But but the thing is, Tom. Yeah, Tupac. The, the thing him? is though. The thing is though, Tom. S and D isn't S and D eights isn't necessarily going to make you be play better as a team. It's just it's just like an extra push thing. It's not. It's never a necessity. But, you also might but, be able to argue that they like S and D more than they like respawn but, but, in this game, the, and that's why they the play those. But the point I'm trying to make. It's I'm not saying that they're just not like. They're still they're still a competitive team. They still have what it takes to win an event. But it doesn't matter how hard you fucking try. If you fucking hate something, you're simply not going to be as good as you. Well, possibly apparently can. MC you and Simp were in there. them. Apparently, I was wrong. Apparently, MC and Simp have been in them, right? But that's not what I'm saying. People are saying bias, bias, bias. This is the opposite of being biased towards Phase. I'm saying if Alex complaining about effort and this and that. I'm saying that shouldn't be a thing. If if effort is a problem in the but, team, but Tom, it might that should be not that. be a problem. That shouldn't even be a thing. That shouldn't even be, it, effort should not be a problem when you're a professional. What are you, what, what you going to do, bench them? No, no they gotta not. be getting. They gotta get more effort. They gotta fucking bro, get their head out of their and ass. And that's what I'm saying. It's one of those things where no matter how hard you fucking try, bro, like it's it's just a subconscious thing, bro. Like in your head, it's it's something that you have to mentally train yourself to to basically just block out. It's one of those things. It's some of the hardest things. It's some of the hardest shit you'll ever have to do in your life to to kind of get out of like slumps like that bro, it's that's, very that's fucking difficult act, it's also not act like this is just a, like a video game thing right there's plenty of people who are the best in the world at what they do but they they, they get tired of it sometimes right and i think with call of duty there's factors where like bro you just play a game that you might not like like this game in my opinion is dog shit in respawn it's horrible so it makes a lot of sense to me to a team who is 
so dominant in respawn and other titles that they enjoy to just not like this title as much and that's going to affect them subconsciously on whether or not that they want to play bro didn't formal literally decide to like call it quits just because he wasn't enjoying it you're telling me he isn't as equally as talented as he would have been like sometimes you just don't enjoy something as much and bro, i think he, it's i think it's fair to blame the game bro i think it's totally fair bro, to blame this game bro, he literally left this game went to go play a game he enjoyed after you know he retired and didn't look as quote-unquote talented in a games in games that he didn't enjoy and won a fucking event in halo putting up literally mvp performances. Eh, sounds like a them problem like, to me sounds like, like a okay, them fucking oh, no, problem no no it 100 is this you know is what i'm all, talking like, about this is this is all an issue that is down to the person and some people can get over that some people can't and you're going to find it just a lot more that it's hard for people to do. It's just human nature. And and they're not exclusive to this issue, by the way. Look at Optic in World War II. Like, players from Optic in World War II had the same fucking sentiment. They just felt they, like, like they hated the game. It affected their performance. Mm. Like, it's not like they just fell off and forgot how to play Call of Duty. You see them still playing now, and they're some of the best players in our fucking league. Like, it's not exclusive to FaZe, but people are going to look at it as an excuse that it's exclusive to FaZe because people are fucking haters. This is not an exclusive thing. This has happened to multiple teams, and it's happened in multiple esports. It's happened in actual sports. Sometimes you just fall out of love with what you're doing, and it's going to affect your performance. And Bro, some and of these is, people can get out of it, and some people can't. This is and one thing I'll give to Porter because I truly think he's the only player that I've ever seen it not happen to. I think... Crim6 is the only person, only player in competitive COD that I've ever seen who just never never got to the point where he was like, dude, I don't like this game. I'm not going to give as much effort. He's the only person. And I truly believe that is one of his biggest like factors behind his success because he's the only person out of every every player that I've ever seen and dealt with. He's the only one who's never experienced. I've never seen experience that. Yeah, you Chris, want to lie? Cr else, but he's Cr the only one. And we'll create, that's because Clay, all the other, Damon, Formal, mm -hmm, you can name mm -hmm. every other great. It's happened to all. It's of happened them. to all of them. Every single one. But Crim's the only this is, one that, that, that I this don't is think off it's topic. Ever to. This is off topic as fuck that we're talking about this. But that's because Crim is a fucking psychopath. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's he's also fucking lots. This guy's lots. This fucking guy. <laughs> bro, I fucking love that guy. But like, but like I'm saying, bro. Don't be fucking don't be fucking um sitting here and just like shitting on these guys for for it happening to them because it's happened to your favorite fucking player too. So like stop the fucking bullshit. Give these guys their credit. They might not be as good as they were last year, but to say that these guys are dog shit is literally such a fucking hater. Oh, take. I agree with like, that. I agree with that. You need to fucking get a solid fucking grip. Yeah, no, seeing some of the response on socials after this loss was just weird to me. Bro, it's so fucking fried, bro. Like, I, I, like, agree. I, feel, I, agree. I feel bad for these guys because... Like, I feel bad for Alec, bro, because Alec is, like, one of the nicest people I've probably ever talked to. And, like... They're all nice kids. I mean, they're all yeah, good yeah, guys, Yeah, but man. I feel they're so bad guys. for him because he's one of the nicest people I've ever talked to. And, bro, I, I know this shit grinds his fucking gears, bro. Oh, because they're I, competitors, man. They want to win. in the same boat, dude. Like... Oh man! Yeah, no, you know why that is though? Oh shit! It's just because they've won so much for so long. Like winning for a whole year in Call of Duty. Even this season, they got what second, second had two dominant stages. They're still um, first in the CDL. Yeah, standings. they're still like, first in the standings. So like, when people get that opportunity to finally see you lose and see you just kind of like you while not you're be down, perfect, bro. Kick you while you're they down. They go extra hard to like 
keep you down because well, they don't want to see yeah. you winning again. So. I mean, the more success you find, the more hate you're gonna get. I mean, that's exactly, just that's exactly. just how to that's that's how the cookie crumbles. And I and I would think that the phase guys understand that. I hope they understand that. I hope the phase guys don't beat themselves down and and, and argue and this and that and it collapses a team because they shouldn't be like that. They're still a great team. They're still top two in the standings. They're all the way up there. And I, the way that people are talking about this team is just like, I agree with you, Chris. I, I think some of the takes that I'm seeing online are ridiculous. I, I just think people are, are being very, very dramatic. Bro, people people have, people have were calling Scump to retire like a couple years ago when he was just having an Isn't off that year. Crazy? Where he clearly, Isn't that fucking where he crazy? Clearly, where he clearly didn't like the game. Like, bro, we know these people personally. We can see in their fucking faces, right? Like, and now, even now, this guy's still one of the most consistent the best players in our league. Like, and, and I'm using Scump as an example because people are quick, you know, people love Scump. But like when you look at a team like FaZe who has their hate, has the, so many haters right now, like they remind me of the whole like Farico thing, bro. Like we had our haters. So when we started to go downhill, granted, we were a lot more obnoxious. Right, it was beating y'all were the only event but, we were the favorites. But yeah, that's the that's the point I'm trying to make. Like, I can relate to this to this like whole thing to to a degree in my in my own career. I'm not saying as I'm as great as these guys, but you fall out of love with the game. It's going to directly affect your performance. It doesn't just mean that you're terrible at Call of Duty. Yeah, I don't think I, I don't quick. think any of these teams like this fucking game. This game sucks. This game is I not like good. This, I like this game. Dylan loves the game. Dylan, Dylan <laughs> I like, wait, I actually like this game a lot. Well, I mean, <laughs> you, you probably just think it's fun to play, but on a competitive level, the game's not as competitive as past I would like say the it's the overall the greatest competitive functioning game, but I like it. I think it's fun. Yeah, but overall, I, mean, it, I don't think it's, uh, you know. Yeah, I mean, we've heard Dashy talk about it too, right? Some of the optic guys, they said the same shit, that they like the game. They think it's fun, you know, that the, the, that yeah. the game is fun, this and People's that. People's definition of fun is different, man. Yeah. I mean, let's tune in. Let's see how the Atlanta Phase boys are talking. Let's go into the listening and uh, and see how they're able to to get through this round. Glass hole, glass hole. Okay. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry for you. Pinch, you pinched, you pinched, you pinched. I got one court. Bottom fire. 20. Wait, where'd he go? What the fuck? Oh, he's outside. He's outside. I think the phase boys sounded good, man. A lot of energy in the comms. I, I think for, for me, um, the last thing I'll say about phase is, is listen, in, in MW, I think they were top two with Dallas Empire. In Cold War, I thought they were, they were top two. I thought they were number one in Cold War. And in, in Vanguard, they're they're still top two in the standings. You know, they're 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 a great team, man. I think right now, if you're if you're a FaZe fan, um, you know, you shouldn't worry. You know, I think that they they're just you know, this is a year where they're being tested. I think they're being tested. I think there's a lot of competition now. 
they had a target on their back going into the year being the world champions and, and you know the, the they're a good team that a lot of people are, are trying to beat now and i just think a lot of people now um are building really good teams and you could say uh, you could say a lot of things about the game and about this and about that it all comes together every everybody's right right like chris everything you were saying and Pat about the game, like I, I get it. I, I, de I definitely get it. So for the phase guys, they're gonna have to, you know, just somehow get out of this slump, man. It's a mental, it's, it's a mental for them right, uh, right now. No, Chris and Pat, it's a mental yeah, game. Of course. Absolutely. Mm -mm. So hopefully, you know, uh, we'll, we'll see how they go, uh, how they do moving forward, especially going into t t uh, Toronto Ultra event. But let's take a look at how Minnesota was able to close this one out. Dylan, this was nuts. This is fucking crazy. How the hell did oh, you guys? How the hell were you guys able to clutch this one up? You guys had four lives left, <laughs> four lives, and I don't even know how many lives did Phase had. They had a lot. They had a lot of lives. You guys were just able yeah. to get a wipe and stack the point. How did that no, one yeah. feel? Well, it felt great. But I was even telling my team in this game, I'm just like, or at that moment, right before that push, I think we got like two kills in their ticket, and I was like, oh, they fucked up, because all it takes is one wave of kills in their ticket getting on the B point, and they're spawning in maps. It's mm. not easy to break from map onto the B point. You have so many different angles, windows, and head glitches to like to use to cap the point. So once we got that wipe, I was like, "Yo, we could definitely do this." Mm -hmm. And um, when you have a big kill lead like that, you're you kind of get a little comfortable. And then all of a sudden, they're on your point, spawn killing you, and you're just like, "What the fuck just happened?" You all run forward, and then you lose. So yeah. I was saying, even before, right when we got a couple kills, I'm like, "We got this." Like I just knew it was gonna happen. Yep. I mean, you guys were able to work some kills to the front. FaZe lost their fights. You guys won the fights. It was Standing Havoc who opened things up. And then P-Dog, he's going to be the first one that slides onto the point, stop that clock. He's going to get taken down, going to tag up uh, Abizi. But then Standing picks up the trade. Yeah, good finesse. Priest is staying alive for a few seconds there. It was a good play. He's going to put some shots down. And this is where you guys were able to clutch up. I mean, you just got a clean wipe storming through the front. Um, FaZe only needed to win one more wave of fights, but you guys ended up winning them. And just like that, somehow, some way, you guys hold your angles, you hold your crossfires, and phase. They get 3-0'd for the first time with this roster. So really, really good job out of you guys, oh, yeah. Dylan. I'm seeing that phase has been swept four times in the history of CDL, two in Modern Warfare, and then two in Vanguard. So that would have been this roster as well. Mm -mm. Oh, and swept. last, did they, get, did they get swept with Pristini? They might have got swept yeah, with they Pristini. Yeah, I'm talking about this roster. They got swept with Pristini. Ah, so okay. I know they, yeah, I know they got swept with Pristini, but you said MW? Did they get yeah, they had they had two in MW, but that was a different roster, right? They had yeah, they had five. Uh, it was a they had yeah, it was a it was a yeah a five team. Though, they swept uh, seventeen times in Cold War without getting swept. So in Cold War they were seventeen and zero in three O's. Mm -hmm. Damn, I mean that's that's, that's pretty crazy that they haven't been swept that much. Like that's a pretty crazy sideline from them. It just kind of shows like their consistency and stuff like that, yeah. but. Dylan, you guys look good, man. I'm gonna be honest. You guys mm -hmm. look really good. I I feel like you guys are very very confident going into the event. How you how you feeling? You got Ultra Toronto Ultra uh the Toronto Ultra event right around the corner. How you guys feeling for that one? And I will be there, by the way, Dylan. I'm, I'm coming through. There? Yeah, I'm gonna be uh Seabass. Hey. Uh, so Seabass called me and he, he's they got the whole setup. Uh, all ready for me at the phase HQ at the phase no offices. Way. What a guy! And, what I, a and, guy. and I also heard that the setup is five minutes away from the venue. So maybe Dill, you and some guys, maybe we get some people to come through on the show. Maybe oh, we, you of know course. what I'm I would, saying? I would absolutely love you to. You know, it'd be I cool. Would absolutely love to. You but come to visit like, the phase offices and shit. Oh, oh yeah, you know, I'll be. That's my second home. But yeah, to like yeah, answer your question about how we're feeling, we're feeling really good. Um, I made sure I texted the team after I was like, everyone go, you know, let's go get some food. Let's go celebrate, do your thing, but, uh, don't get complacent. Cause right. you know, we went five and one online, but we didn't make any money. We only got CDL points. So we're trying to go to this turn, these tournaments and make money. 
Um, so we know we know what we got to do because sometimes uh, we do kind of step or take our foot off the gas in practice, and then we have to like roast each other and roast ourselves to yeah. get back in that winning championship mentality to like work hard every day. So as long as we stay on top of that, I think we're gonna we're gonna go pretty far. You know, complacency is a real thing, man. A lot a lot of teams, man, they'll be on a, a super high and they'll they'll think they're hot shit and they'll let off that gas pedal a little bit, and you know, shit hits the fucking fan. Um, so I, I like the attitude, deal. I like it. Just yeah, making old sure. Man, old man like me, I've been through the ringer a couple times. Yeah, so man, you're a veteran, man. I, you're I know a vet. How it goes. I know yeah, it goes. bro. Look at the look at the standings here. Look at look at seventh through like eleventh. Look how close that is for that eighth spot. I know Seattle just secured the eighth spot today, but look how close it is. They got to continue to play well because they got a lot of teams on their ass. So we know how be how much better the New York subliners have been looking. Um, cause and they're I probably the rocker too, right? Like I know they're looking good, but like you kind of gotta throw them into there. Oh well. yeah, too. They got a hundred no, points too. Right yeah, they're we're tied right with there. Seattle. I mean, everybody. Everybody's talk, pretty quick, close, man. Everybody's we, pretty we close. Talk more on the six through eleven. Can you tell me who's highlighted at the tippity top of the mountain? That's Atlanta Phase sitting at the number one spot in the CDL this year. Thank Atlanta Phase. Thank you. I yeah, they're that. all the way at the top. Um, you know, I I was very surprised to see some of the feed, to see some of the response from today's loss. I, I just I didn't understand it. Listen, I understand that people want to critique and say this and say that. And maybe critique the gameplay a little bit, but the way people were talking, you would think FaZe is in 12th place with the way that some of the posts on on Twitter and, and kind of the competitive Reddit. But, you know, it, it, people, it's it's a lot of recency bias, right? I mean, that's just how it is, too. You know, in any sport, any eSport, you know, you're only as good as your last game, right? Like, that's how a lot of people take things. Um, and, and we don't know what the fuck's going to happen in Toronto. We have no idea uh, what the hell is going to happen. That is weird. How is Optic 5 and 0 against FaZe and they're not number 1? How did I guess FaZe is just like they've been more consistent um back, back to back second. grand finals. Yeah, yeah just the back to back, back grand, grand finals game a lot of points. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I I don't know why I thought Optic was number 1, but I mean listen, they're right up there, right? They're only 5 points away from FaZe, FaZe Optic at the top. Uh, but just looking at the rest of this spread is just kind of crazy because we know the New York's been kicking it up. too, because like I would argue that they are not a number five team, but that that win was so massive for them. Yeah, no, massive of, like, win. Safety for putting them in the league or putting them in a guarantee for longer. Yeah, no, no, really. Uh, yeah, this is this is honestly just a super competitive league. What sucks, man? We we talk about how competitive the league is. It, it, you know. Seeing some of the spawns and, and some of the ways that Vanguard plays out, I mean, we could only wish that with such a talented league like this, you know, the game would be a little bit different on, in terms of the competitive side of it. But Not even that. The viewership is just fucking ass. Yeah, the viewership has <laughs> not been good. It has not. What do we have today? 15K live viewers or something like that? But, I mean, to be fair, I mean, the, listen, they're league matches, man. I mean, uh, you know, I watch Valorant league matches, and they have 20K viewers. I mean, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, to be fair, Valorant's got a lot of co-streams and stuff like that. They're on Twitch. We're on YouTube. The viewers have definitely taken a hit, without a doubt. Bro, oh, Tom, you are fucking carrying COD right now mm. on your back. Oh, that's bro. good that's gas. That's good saying. gas, Chris. Facts. That's good gas. So thank you, Dylan. Thank you, Dylan. Carrying, bro. I appreciate without it, man. Tommy, the community will be boring as shit. So yeah, well, we gotta you, bring Tom. some content to thank the game. You, you know guys, what I'm saying? All you guys, all yeah, you guys, man. right here. You guys keep us entertained on the. Uh, on the flank every single match every single weekend so oh, we thanks still uh, it's good gas man that's good fucking gas and it's nice too to, to get parasite and aches back back in the in the scene a little bit you know get them more involved and you guys can get involved a little bit and make some content and you guys been doing the reverse sweep too how's that been going with, with deserto that's been going good we got we'll have another episode this uh, i guess it comes out on monday for everybody else but yeah i mean we 
I think we do what, Chris? Like roughly three a month. I think whenever there's a, <clears throat> a either a league match or an event, we have one the following Monday. So. Yeah, we do one. Uh, we do one every every week for league splits and one for the majors. So yeah, I mean, listen, guys. There's a lot of people making content that I want to show love to. Right? You got the reverse sweep, so make sure to go check that out with Doug and Ian and Pat and, and Chris. Uh, you got the Tactical Rab, right? Tactical Rab's been doing a fantastic job. I see people in the chat talking about Rab. He's been doing a good job, constantly uploading content, and I, I, he's been very vocal on socials. It's cool to have a, another personality in there. I know Josiah and Hold Shift and all the guys at Challengers. Challengers even started doing post-game interviews down there. They started doing really? some, yeah, they no started, way. they started doing post-game interviews. I saw Scrappy and them won the last Elite, right? Scrappy and them, which by the way, Jesus Christ, that kid is good, man. He's, he's doing it in the CDL. He's doing it in Challengers. Everywhere that kid goes, he's winning. Um, you know, tip, tippable from a Jersey boy. It's very tippable. Um, wait, his name's Thomas too, right? Yep. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, let's look at the at the matches tomorrow, man. A lot of people making content, man. So you know, definitely want to show some love to everybody, man. A lot of people, uh, you know, trying to keep this COD scene going, man. You know, a lot of people were very passionate about the game and love the game, and uh, you know, we gotta show some love to everybody who's out there making content. But let's take a look at tomorrow's matches. We got some good ones tomorrow, man. We're gonna kick things off with Phase going up against LAG, the Los Angeles Gorillas. Asim, I don't know if he's still in here. I think he dipped out. I think he went to the other yeah, he channel. Uh, we got London going up against Toronto. We got the Thieves going up against Boston. That's going to be a good one. LA Thieves versus Boston Breach. Uh, and then we also got the New York Subliners going up against Optic Texas. A lot of people think Optic is the best team in the game right now. You have the New York Subliners who have uh, been looking a lot better. They've been looking really, really good. And especially New York, who's sitting at the bottom of the league. They definitely want to start making a run and getting those points up a little bit. So they're going to be going hard. Really, really good matches tomorrow, man. I'm excited for this one. Let's get into some predictions. I'm going to go phase. Uh, mm, London Ultra. That's tricky for me. That's that's tricky. London Ultra. Who am I going to... I'm going to go Ultra in that one. Ultra's been looking good, man. I feel like they're hitting form. They're going to get some confidence from today's matches. Thieves, Boston Breach. Personally, I'm going to go with the LA Thieves. I feel like, I feel like the LA Thieves are going to come out hot tomorrow. I feel like they, they've been working on their game. They've been up and down. Some weeks they look great. Sometimes they look shit. Sometimes they look great. Sometimes... So it's up and down for them. Very up and down. So for me, I'm going to go with the Thieves. Same with Boston. Two just inconsistent teams this year. Very good teams, just, yeah. you know, inconsistent. So, you know, these can go either way. Um, and then we got the New York Subliners going up against Optic. Personally, um, I think Optic is just like, you know, on a tier of their own right now. So I'm going to go Optic over New York. But what do you guys think? Chris, we'll start with you. Then we'll move to you, Pat, and, and Dylan. If you want, you can drop your predictions as well. Go ahead, Chris. I got Phase, Ultra, Breach, and Optic Gaming. That's my predictions. You got Phase, Ultra, go. Breach. Okay, so same thing as me, except Breach instead of Thieves. Mm, yes. <clears throat> go, go ahead. I'm going to go Phase, handle the Gorillas easily. I'm going to go Ultra, handling the Ravens easily. Mm -hmm. uh, thieves versus Breach, Battle of the Inconsistencies. I'm going to go Thieves. Mm -hmm. And then for the marquee match of the night, Tom, I got Optic Gaming falling. Three twos to the New York <laughs> subliners. Dude, man, man, you are fucking comedy, dude. Hey, Dylan, what do you, what, Dylan, do you want to give you want to give any uh yeah, any I'll predictions give, or do you want to keep give, the juju? Uh, yeah, you know what? Good call. Keep the juju. Yeah, keep the juju. Good call. Yeah, good call. Good comments out of you, Tom. But I yeah. do need um New York because I think we're we are like fifteen and three map count, and we need optic if they go two and zero. Oh. Because they, they play New York and LAT. We need them to if lose, I think, two or like three games. Mm -hmm. Three maps. Three maps. So to get the first seed. 
Yeah, no, I think uh, tomorrow is going to be a really, really good matches. I'm super good. excited. That's going to be a good match, I feel like. New yeah, York's actually dude. really, they're like, obviously in the standings, they're super low, but as a new team, they're really good. No, dude, I mean, well, first we got FaZe, LAG. LAG beat FaZe at the last event in the grand finals, so that's going to be a good one. I know LAG has not been looking good, but, you know, at any time, they could be kicking up. Aces been talking about scrims looking good. I know they brought in Gunless, and, you know, it might have took a little bit of time for Gunless to get back into the swing of things. London versus Toronto, you got the, the battle of the UK, right? You got some people over there from overseas, um, from both sides. Not just the UK, they're from everywhere, but you know what I mean. Overseas, uh, London versus Ultra. Thieves in Boston, both are consistent, and then New York uh, uh, Optic, which, uh, you know, New York is stepping up their game. Optics, Optics, so... You know, got, got some good matches ahead of us tomorrow. Guys, if you guys haven't already, just a little heads up. Just like I said in the beginning of the show, if you put command merch in the chat or check the, cha uh, check the description on a YouTube video or just go on socials, man, go to richandlonely.shop. If you guys want to check out the new merch drop, this is the first collaboration I've done with Rich and Lonely. Um, and Embos and Aaron Create have been an absolute pleasure to work with, man. Seriously, um, just going through the designs and, and seeing how creative um those guys are it's it's been uh, a pleasure working with them man so if you guys are interested man go to rich and lonely dot shop and go check it out man yo, um yo what's up they'll talk to me sorry, sorry to uh cut you off right nah, there, but man. i do gotta say it might not be a coincidence that we three-owed phase and i played so well today i did happen to buy a shirt and a hoodie oh, from the Rich and Lonely X-Blank drop. So oh, shit. I don't think I'm frying that hard if I don't buy that apparel. Damn, so dude, that's good sure gas. Go that's good definitely gas, go Yeah, you think the merch is giving you some powers and shit. Yes, the Rich sir, and Lonely. Got it yet. Come on, get it. man. Come on. Once you put the order in, that's it. You got the powers, baby. You got the powers and shit. You know, but guys, if you guys do want to cop something, go ahead and check it out. Don't feel forced to. Whatever you guys want to do, it's up to you guys. Um, and it is the first one. So if you guys haven't checked out the designs, go check it out. I thought Aaron killed this one, bro. I thought he went nuts. I just like the way that he changed up so many different styles. Where We released 11 pieces. And uh, there's uh, so many different they're styles. Yeah, yeah, they're all unique. You guys can choose from whatever you like um, and, and, you know, choose away, man. So thank you guys for supporting the streams. Thank you guys for supporting the show. And make sure to go check out the merch, man. Uh, next up on the list is probably uh, key. Uh, we want to do mouse pads. We want to do uh, headphones. We want to do mouses. Everything, man. Socks, underwear, hats, beanies. All kinds of shit. So look, be a flank onesie, bro. Yeah, flank onesie. If you guys have any ideas, man, drop it in the comments down below, and we'll try and get you guys whatever you guys want, man. Stalling condoms. Okay, Vows, calm the fuck down. What the fuck is wrong with you? All right, let's keep it going now. Thank you guys so much uh, for all the love and support today. I hope you guys did enjoy today's episode. Uh, make sure to like, comment, subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. Anchor.fm slash the flank to check out all the audio sites that we're on. And go to at the flank on Twitter. Gersh doing a phenomenal job running socials. So make sure to go show him some love, man. Thank you guys so much. Take care. Brush your hair. We'll see you guys tomorrow on another episode of the flank, man. Peace out. And also, Dylan, thank you for hopping on, man. You're the fucking goat. Thank you for thank hopping you on. And, thank yes, you, sir. You. You're the fucking man. And shout out to yes, Asim sir, as well. Asim's always here. He's always joining the shows and he's always showing love, man. So also show some love to Asim in the chat as well and in the comments, man. Show some love to all the guests that are taking time out of their day to hop on, man. So thank you guys for watching. Thank you, bro. Share. You don't. We'll see you guys tomorrow, man. Peace out. Later.